is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Welcome to another day of chaos at the airport. At least 1,400 flights have already been canceled after tens of thousands were scrapped since Thursday. Correspondent Tom Foti takes a closer look. They didn't tell them why it was canceled, but they canceled everybody's flight. The weather has been a bit of a factor, but airlines say staffing shortages have been the much bigger ones. The airlines are running pretty much bare bones. Aviation expert Douglas Moss. They don't have adequate backups. They don't have adequate reserves. Just in time for the summer solstice, a searing heat wave across a wide swath of the country. National Weather Service meteorologist Mark Chenard. A lot of the country is going to remain uh, hot at times through the upcoming week. The core of the heat wave will start to be centered over the northern plains into the Midwest. There's triple-digit heat expected in Minneapolis. People in central Minnesota bracing for what will feel like 106. Congressional investigators hold another public hearing on the January 6th attack tomorrow. Correspondent Scott McFarlane is on Capitol Hill. After showing the pressure campaign from former President Trump on then-Vice President Mike Pence last week, this week the January 6th committee says it is focusing on Trump's pressing of local election officials to overturn the 2020 election. Over the weekend, Mr. Trump attended rallies in Tennessee and Mississippi, continuing to insist he won the election. He also renewed attacks on Mike Pence. Some parents are breathing a sigh of relief. Others asking, is it really necessary? As vaccines become available this week for children as young as six months old. Epidemiologist Celine Gounder at NYU School of Medicine. Both vaccines do produce good antibody levels that are correlated with good protection. The numbers of infections that we saw in the trials were very small. She says fever was the most common side effect from the COVID vaccines. British researchers say they've come up with a way to diagnose Alzheimer's with a single scan. CBS's Vicki Barker has details from London. In their initial trial of 400 people, some with Alzheimer's, some with other neurological disorders, some absolutely healthy, the algorithm was 98% successful in identifying which were the Alzheimer's patients. This in a single MRI scan, as opposed to the multiple scans and tests normally needed for diagnosis. The Louisville Kentucky Police Department says Mayor Greg Fisher's doing fine after he was punched in the city's entertainment district Saturday night. The mayor tells our affiliate WLKY. You know, we're living in strange times. Police say they're still looking for the suspect who is pictured on surveillance video. This is CBS News. Hiring is a lot easier with Indeed. Their powerful platform makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan, double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE.
Look for a mostly sunny day today, up to 78. A uh, clear night tonight. Uh, not as quite as cool as last night, 55. Uh, tomorrow, first day of summer, lots of cloud cover, 78. Maybe some rain in the evening, and then mostly cloudy with some showers pretty much all day on Wednesday. High of 73 degrees. 67 in Norwich, 69 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. Preston officials have decided uh, what to do with over a million dollars in COVID relief money. Now they want to hear from residents. The Board of Selectmen taking public comment at a meeting. It'll be Thursday night at Town Hall. Preston residents will vote on the plan at a town meeting June 30th. Now leaders think the money should be spent on a new firefighter, some equipment and vehicle purchases, upgrades to town buildings and the park. The plan will be posted on the website, uh, the town website today. Lieutenant Governor Susan Beisowitz will provide remarks and pay homage to our country's veterans at the North Stonington Korean War Veterans Ceremony this evening. The State Veterans Affairs Commissioner, Thomas Soddy, and the First Selectman of uh, North Stonington, Bob Carlson, will join the Lieutenant Governor at 5 o'clock today. Political candidates in Connecticut can now use campaign funds for child care while out seeking votes. The legislature this year approved a bill that followed a judge's ruling that child care should be an allowable expense for candidates. The State Election Enforcement Commission has begun circulating the rules regarding the issue to the candidates that are running this year. The rule allows candidates who are the parent or legal guardian of a child under the age of 13 to be reimbursed for child care needed as a direct result of campaign activity. Mostly sunny, warmer today, up to 78. It is 67 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH, and now Stu Breyer. Thank you, Marty Hausberger. Just pondering what you just, child care for candidates. Uh, so, in other words, they don't have child care, they're just sitting home. I don't understand that. When they're out campaigning and yeah. they don't want to take their kids campaigning with them, right. they can pay for a babysitter, and that mm-hmm. will be their campaign can reimburse them for that expense. If they had a regular job, you know, six, five, six days a week, then they probably have child care if there's nobody else home anyway. Well, that might be true, yeah. Hmm. You did miss a big story today. I did? I missed one? Well, it's not really big. How dare I? Here's the buzz. What did I miss? About 6,000 bees were recently removed from an inside the walls of an Omaha couple's 100-year-old home. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. 6,000 bees, which made me think, who in the world sat there and counted them? The beekeeper. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. 1B, 2B, 3B, 4B. I'm going to guess it was an estimate. No, it doesn't say. It says 6,000 bees. I wonder Ooh. if anybody got stung counting them. Well, what if you lose count? Oh, you got to count them again all over? Oh, yeah, you got to start over. There'll be some jokes out there going 57, 58, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not big on bees. I'm, I used to be allergic. I don't know if I still am or not because I've we been had stung them, forever. We had them in our attic. We didn't even realize it for a year. Did you have 6,000 of them? Well, I, we had thousands. I know that much. Really? How do you know? Did you count them? Well, I kept hearing a noise up in the ceiling. Yeah, no, I didn't count them, but it looked like, you know. So one, one day, um, 
there was kind of a drip coming from the ceiling. Is that honey? Oh, thank you. No, and then uh, they started coming out, and they started out coming out in full force. Oh, my. It was amazing. The next morning, I went into my uh, a room, mm-hmm. my room, our room, mm-hmm. and the whole place was covered with bees. Are you serious? I would have freaked the, out. Oh, it was freaky, man. Did you freak out? Oh, yeah, but I had to be strong because, you know, I'm a guy. And I'm, I'm a, the man of the family. I'm the man of the family. I got stung three times. Did you? Yeah. but So they were on the floor. They were on the window pane. They were oh everywhere. Gosh. Hundreds of bees. I thought you said thousands. I, well, That's upstairs in the I attic. Don't know. Okay. I, just, I didn't count them. So then I, uh, you know, shut the door. Sure. I, I said uh, to my wife. What uh, do we do? Don't go in that room. <laughs> she said, why not? That's where I have my record player and all that junk. Oh, no. And... Uh, so it was amazing. So we had to call a, a guy who gets rid of bees. Yeah, exterminator. And he went in there with a vacuum cleaner, and he's vacuuming what? up. and He's vacuuming up the That's bees. That's how they do it? Some of them weren't living. They just, you know, kind of passed on. Mm. And he worked for, you know, a couple of hours, and he said, oh, that should do it, that should do it. And he left, and boom, they came back. Kept kept coming because he didn't come out. He didn't go upstairs. Well, he put some spray the in there that he thought would do the trick. Oh! But he he came back and then he said uh, he got a little close. He said that is the biggest nest I have ever seen. Really? Yeah. Oh my god! Must have been going on in there for for a long time. Sure. I just got used to the noise up there. I said, eh, you know. <laughs> you didn't think anything of it at first. Just like eh. Yeah. Well, I started to get a little suspicious, and then we just forgot about it. You know. Mm. So um, he came back again. That's when he told me it's the biggest nest he's ever seen, and he did some other things. And uh, did he have did, a suit on, one of those suits, yeah, and a he helmet? He's pretty well protected. Okay. So the, then he ha- it, it happened again. What? And and they just kept coming. Obviously, he wasn't getting rid of them. Right. And he, he came in the room, and that was it. He walked in, and he. Next thing you know, he's running out of the room. He says, I can't do this anymore. Really? He did. They got to him, huh? They got to him. He said, I, it's too big. I can't handle it. And it's boom. Well, that's not good. So the bee exterminator is running out of the room. Oh, my gosh. So I go, I'm go. i still going in there with a vacuum cleaner, and we're vacuuming and doing the walls and everything. And you were doing them now? Yeah. You know. But I had a neighbor oh, yes. who was very, very bright, and he came in, and he had some of this... Other stuff. What kind of stuff? I was really a. Uh, we didn't want to use this really dangerous poison stuff, but he really? he put on a mask and everything, and mm-hmm. he, eventually he got him. He got him. Wow! So it was like four visits. Uh, My gosh! Still to this day, once in a while, when I lift a shade or something, there'll be one of those deceased little bees <laughs> that they didn't. What? You didn't clean They're up. still it. hanging around? Well, not not alive, but, you know, they just no. fell in back of something. And then they got jostled out. Just a little reminder, huh? How many years ago was this? Oh, I'm saying about seven years. Seven? Seven okay. years. Wow. I've never seen anything like it. But it that was nuts. You know, I, it was almost funny. <laughs> uh-huh. Nothing funny about that. I, I, I try to find something humorous in everything. So I, I opened the door to the room, and there were... Holy oh, cow! Gosh. 
Can you picture that? wonder why they started falling through. There were just too many of them. And the I think it was something to do with the honey and the sap. And the sap. It's just finally they made a little hole yep. in the ceiling, and then they just kept they coming and coming and coming. Oh, my gosh. I would have mm-hmm. freaked. So if you put your ears to the wall, it says you could hear the buzzing. So, you know, okay. don't, don't take it for granted. i listening for the buzzing. Mm-hmm. I've had carpenter ants on the wall. That's about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I you can hear these. them scratching in there, gnawing away. What'd you do to get rid of those? Yeah, I got the exterminator. Thing. Exterminator. We have this uh, little tiny, tiny ants. Do you get those? Mm, sometimes. Well, they yeah. have something brilliant that we got in a, a hardware store or something. It's this little thing. It's little patches, and it's patches. like it's got like borax in it, mm-hmm. and it got rid of the ants. Really? You just put them down on the floor? and they Yeah, down on the floor. Hmm. Either they take it back to the hive and they clean up in borax and that's it or something like that. they'll die, yeah. Yeah. Eating the borax? Yeah. Huh. Well, that's my bee story for wow. the moment. It's quite an infestation uh, you got there. Yeah, I know. Ants and bees. And so what you got to do when you hear something a little bit suspicious, you have got to uh, address it. Yeah, don't if, ignore it. If you put it off... Some somebody could be building something up there. Be a whole colony of uh, yep. bees, thousands. Bees. Oh, Sometimes I thought they were gone, and I'd step on one, and he'd bite me at the bottom ah. of the foot. Oh, that's not nice. That hurts. Well, mm. if you were a bee and somebody stepped on you, you would certainly want to do that. I would fight back. Yes. I got a little something else I wanted to mention to you and the folks out there. I got a list of the favorite. Sandwiches. The top 50 sandwiches. 50? Yeah. I didn't know there was 50 sandwiches. For each state. Oh. Each state. Huh. I wonder what Connecticut would be. I don't know. I don't know. Fish? Let's see if I can find it. (laughs) I guess. I had it before the program. uh, I had it before the the program. The bees took them. Yeah. You know what's an interesting one for Massachusetts? It is Fluffanutter. Oh, I've heard of that. I've never had it, but I've heard of it. As a favorite sandwich? It's like a marshmallowy, isn't it? Are you kidding me? Fluffernutter. Rhode Island is a hot wiener sandwich, most popular. Now, a hot dog or a wiener is not a sandwich okay. to me. It's There's a debate about that, whether a hot dog is a sandwich or not. It's not to be confused with hot dogs. Hot wieners oh, hot are much less that. processed, and the buns are slightly sweeter. They are served at weenie joints. There's weenie joints in Rhode Island? Across the ocean state. Best oh. to get it all the way with mustard, meat sauce, onion, and celery. So I've never had one of those. And I've Rhode never had Island. a weenie in Rhode Island. And a weenies, wow. They used to call hot dogs weenies. We'd go yeah. to weenie roasts. Yeah, exactly. That's what we do. But these are different. These are different. What about Connecticut? You get that? Yeah, what about Connecticut? Oh, Connecticut. Yeah, let's do Connecticut. Yes. Lobster roll? Clam roll. Clam roll. I would have thought Come lobster on. roll. What the lobster roll would have eaten clam roll? Fresh clams collected along the Connecticut coast star in several New England dishes. You know, oh, yeah. Different dishes that you can have your clam roll. Put them in a sandwich. Never had a clam roll. With a splash of tartar sauce. Yeah. Makes it a simple sandwich. You now Kentucky's on there. Uh, yeah, that's why I was looking for it. Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Well, you saying you're okay. from Kentucky? Can you guess on? I don't even heard. I've never even heard of this sandwich. Pimento cheese. It says hot brown. That's not a sandwich. 
Well, it says, you wouldn't have been able to drink at Louisville's Brown Hotel when it first opened in 1923, but there was no prohibition on cholesterol. Oh, the yeah. recipe for the hotel's signature open-faced turkey and tomato sandwich has I been perfected since then. It currently calls for heavy cream, yep. porcarino romano cheese, That's right. parsley, paprika, and yep. bacon, yep. all on yep. toast, yep. Texas toast. Yep. It is an open face sandwich, I guess. So Nobody considers it a sandwich, though. Nobody. You don't consider that a sandwich? Not no. in Kentucky, no. Anyway, that's the big one in Kentucky. you got to eat it with a fork. Yeah. Hot browns are, like, delicious, but they're they're a lot. Is there any other state you want to know? or? What we did? Rhode Island, Connecticut, Kentucky? We did Rhode Kentucky. Island, Connecticut. Uh, we're just doing the new... Uh, we didn't get to New York. Uh, new York! New York. Hey, what do you think uh, New York the is? Ruben. You're close. It was a pastrami on ride. Pastrami. Rider. Yeah. All right. You got to, you want to hear about it? No. <laughs> Come on. What's the matter with you? Pastrami's decent. I don't know if I've ever had a whole one. They have good delis in New York. They really do, yes. Pastrami and rye sandwich. I love rye bread. That's my favorite bread. And that's all I really care about. I don't do that much traveling. Maine is the lobster roll. Duh. That's a duh. Idaho is a cockleberry, peanut butter, what, and jelly. Cockleberry. Huckleberry. Oh, huckleberry. Huckleberries. Yeah. Huckleberry peanut butter and jelly. Huckleberry sandwich cost a fin. Mm-hmm. Well, that's huckleberry fin. Never mind. Um, okay, there it is. The best sandwiches in each state. So now you know which states to avoid, or which states you want to go to. What about the typical ham sandwich? Where is that? Oh, I, I think I there'd be a ham, just a plain no. old good old ham sandwich. No. No? no. no. Nowhere? Nothing oh. that I could find. The typical ham Arkansas? sandwich. Arkansas? No. No. Is it a place called Pigney? <laughs> That's it. No ham no sandwich. No ham sandwich? I'm thinking about having a ham sandwich for lunch. I'm sorry. Oh, well. And sardines didn't even make the top 1,000. Well, they shouldn't. <laughs> It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. It's kind of a hang loose Monday. Hmm? Did you have a nice daddy day? Hope it went well. What was the best advice your father ever gave you? I was thinking about that. I should have asked that on Thursday, but... Best advice your father gave you. I think uh, my dad once told me, don't swallow the seeds in the watermelon. Hi, welcome to the program. Good morning to you. Hi. Hey, Stewie, how you doing? Hey there, buddy. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, Monday. By the way, I heard that. Close the studio door next time. Yeah, you heard a little action outside, didn't you? (laughs) I figured maybe Marty had the newsroom door open or something. Yeah, it sounded like there was a little convention going on there. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I wish she'd turn the mic up so we could hear what was going on. (laughs) I know that. Uh, The most important advice my father ever gave me uh, was probably, well, there were two. The first was he used to say when I was talking too much, He'd say, Kevy, hush. Kevy, hush. Okay. Hush, Kevy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other thing he used to tell us, um, told all us kids, was don't force things. Hmm. 
Hmm, that's an interesting Don't one. Don't force things. Well, he was in construction, worked with his hands and mm-hmm. so forth, and, uh, you know, it was sort of something you learn with tools and stuff. Don't force things. Mm-hmm. But it also applies to life, and I've always remembered that. That's great. I'm, I'm glad uh, you gave me a little action. Um, I, I want to ask you something. I want to ask the listeners. Did you ever get a butt call? A butt dial call? Yeah. Yeah, I got one the other day from uh, a former brother-in-law. I hadn't heard from in years. <laughs> and he did, and he didn't know he called you, right? Right. All I heard was a bunch of moving around, and I yeah. kept saying hello, hello. And I'm like, somebody butt dialed me. So I checked the mm-hmm. uh, the caller ID, and it was from uh, a former brother-in-law. <laughs> so listen, <laughs> I guess folks. he told me what he thought of me. <laughs> so listen, folks, if you don't know what we're talking about, sometimes people put their cell phone in their pocket. Mm, and then they sit on it. Or <laughs> and they sit on it, and there's a lineup of uh, numbers. Yeah, and it and, hits one of them and dials it. They I, call it butt dialing. Oh, yeah, I got one from Florida, a gentleman that oh, I know. Oh, nice. How's the weather down there? How are the butts in no, Florida? He, he just left. It was a message there, but it wasn't for me. And he didn't even know he dialed anybody. I mean, he calls me maybe once a year. And well, I, he didn't know he dialed anybody, but he left a message. No, no, it was it was on my message machine. Put it that. So, way. what did the message say? In the message, it was them talking in the background about bread. Oh, okay. Were they talking about you? No, nothing to do with me. <laughs> it just came on my answering machine. He must have sat on his cell phone, and it hit my number. Yeah. And I, I the only thing I heard in the cell phone, you, you call her ID, so it it said it came from the McMahons. Yeah, yeah. But only thing- I don't get them very often, very rarely. Yeah. I think I've gotten a few from Dale Plummer. <laughs> I've had a few butt calls from that from him in the last couple of days or so. <laughs> you did? Yeah, I don't know why he keeps hitting my number, but they were talking about bread, believe it or not. And that was the only was thing. This, I- was this by any chance Saturday night? This was, um, I think, Saturday. Yeah. Wow. Because one of the things I wanted to mention to you after we got done talking about Daddy's butt mm-hmm. was um, I discovered two new wonderful food places. You know, I'm a foodie. I love to eat. Mm-hmm. Well, one Saturday evening, Dale and I went over. I had never been to Delia's oh, on Franklin Street. It's been a long time they've been there. Yep. Oh, my God. I can't believe I never discovered it. Their grinders are amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd heard people say they were good, very good, and I finally got over there. The other one was uh, last Thursday. I don't know if you get into Groton much, down by the um, Shenacoset Golf Course. Uh, There's a restaurant aptly called the Par 4, and I ate there, and it was amazing. It was more than was good. It was more than up to par. The were incredible. The service was second to none, and the prices were reasonable. Well, aren't you a good advertiser? (laughs) Yeah, so you need to get your sales execs down there to talk to them, folks. And have Kevin do the commercial. I'll do the commercial, sure. I had a a pile of ribs on my plate that was as big as my head. Oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. And the baked beans and the cornbread was delicious, homemade coleslaw. And then for dessert, I made the mistake, because I didn't have any room left in my tummy. Mm Mm-hmm. But I thought I thought everybody else. I was with a group of folks from the center of the blind, 
And I thought, well, nobody's going to have dessert. Everybody's full. People start ordering desserts. I figure, okay, I do this. Oh, I guess i got to have dessert. So I order the chocolate, like a chocolate lava cake. Oh, goodness. Yeah, well, I didn't know. So, Kevin, were you, know, you, I'm, were you I'm uh, ignorant. Were you able to fit back in the car afterwards? No. no. <laughs> it was, I just told the person driving me home, I said, don't go over any bumps, whatever you do. Oh, God. All right, buddy, <laughs> so, listen, I'm... So, so here comes the chocolate lava cake, and it's not on a not on a dessert dish or a plate or anything. It's on a platter like you'd get a steak on. Oh, God. Yeah. It was huge. That's Stu, it came with two spoons. Of ice cream. Two spoons. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. you knew that. Yeah, because I didn't know that. It came with a big mm-hmm. mountain of ice cream. I bet you finished it. Yes, I, I did. <laughs> hey, Kevin, thanks for calling. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to butt in on you on that phone thing. <laughs> I, thank you. See you, buddy. See you later. Okay, bye. bye. Hi, welcome to the uh, program. So that's called a butt call. It just happens you accidentally call somebody. You don't know they call them. They don't even know you called anybody. And then uh, you check your answering machine when you get home, and you can hear voices in the background. Sometimes you can pick up who the voices are, and uh, in this particular time I did. And I felt like I was eavesdropping on somebody's conversation, and they're talking about getting some bread. (laughs) Interesting. So be careful with your cell phone. You may call somebody you don't want to call. Open forum, 889-5252 today. We're just hanging out. We will have a check-in from our friends at the Better Business Bureau after uh, 11 o'clock today. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Connecticut Army National Guard. Aired by the Connecticut Broadcasters Association and this station. Rose Arts, in partnership with Burns Insurance, is adding some fun to your run. Join us Saturday, June 25th for the Rose Arts 5K and 10K races. What makes our race so special? A $200 cash prize will be awarded to one random runner from each race. For those with a competitive edge, we have artist-designed medals up for grabs to go along with your bragging rights. Community matters to Rose Arts. Walkers are welcome in the 5K, and 50% of the proceeds from the Rose Art races go to the Larry Pontbriant Athletic Safety Fund. This fund, in honor of Larry, purchases on-site AEDs for schools and athletic fields and encourages CPR training. Go to roseartsfestival.com and click More to register. See you at Rose Arts on June 25th for music, art, and more. Rose Arts Festival is presented by the Edward and Mary Lord Foundation. 
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Stu Brian with you, WICH. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. It's Christine. Christine with that car that's called American Pie. Yeah, you know, this is the first chance I got to listen to you since we were at the show at Dairy Queen. I've been so busy this week, but I'm just in my kitchen and making brownies, and uh, I figured I'd give you a call. And thank you so much. Uh, We both, Ron and I, had such a good time, and it was great to see everyone. It was... I got to tell you, Christine, we we got such a marvelous response, and a lot of the people said it's nice to be with a group of people and everybody got along. It was just a night we really needed that, you know. I know, mm. I know, because it's been two years. Yeah, and um, yeah, we really enjoyed ourselves, and it was nice to see Helen, who I haven't seen in a long time, and mm-hmm. Sam and Marvin, and just so many people. It was great. It was a wonderful time. I, you know, people are sending me pictures. It's, it's neat. It's really nice. Yeah, and it was great to see you. And I saw uh, Jim Reed mm-hmm. and uh, Dan O'Brien, who I haven't seen. I haven't seen Danny in, oh, geez, probably about ten, ten years or so. Marty Husberger came down too. I don't know if you were there then. Yes. Yeah, you were there. You were there. Yeah. Yes, I saw Marty. Mm-hmm. So it was really good, and I want to thank you again and. And uh, hopefully we can have it next year again. God bless, and hope we're all still here. And you know, it's great. You know, Christine, the, the Dairy Queen people had such a good time as well. And I mean, they do a terrific job. They're giving away things. They really enjoy it. They they want to do it more than once a year. So we'll see. That would that would be great. Yeah, I'll go for that. <laughs> you know, if we could do it like towards the fall again. Mm-hmm. You know, like late September. We also talked a little bit about a classic car show, but I don't know where we have all the room. I'm not sure how that would work. Yeah. Well, there's so many classic car shows going on now Mm. for the summer and into the fall. We went to, uh, in fact, we went to Dairy Queen that morning, and then at 5 o'clock we went uh, Preston here at Village Pizza, they have a cruise, uh, the Dream Machine Club. Oh, the Dream on. Machine. I, I used to know and some of those we members. We went to yeah. that at 5 o'clock. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're busy with the cars, too, but it would be great if we could have another one at Dairy Queen. Yeah, I would like that, too. Yeah, Carolyn, the owner, she is just a oh, wonderful woman. She certainly is, and they were they were just uh, gems to work with. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they had... They were bringing out water, and mm. it, it was just a perfect day. Yeah. Well, we always like to see you in that car of yours. Yes. All right. Thank <laughs> she you. She likes to be seen, too. She is the picture. I am the frame. Okay. You take good I, care of her. Have a great day, Stu. You too, Christine. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Hi. Bye-bye. Good morning to you. Welcome. Hi there. Hello. Hello. You're on the air. Welcome. Happy Father's Day. 
Like, yeah, back at you, if you're a father. Yes. Hey, back, I'll start with the B thing first. Yeah. I was working for a, a building company, and we uh, remodeled an old barn on property that new owners bought from an old farmer. Yep. And uh, the guys were stripping off the wood shingles on the outside. Oh, boy. And I was up on the roof, and all of a sudden, a cloud came over the top of the barn. <laughs> I'm saying, what the hell? Did you get zapped? It was, all, it was a big swarm of bees. Mm-hmm. They had, well, the guys, after they stripped off um, shingles, the, the bees were finding a way out because it was a sunny day in that. Oh, that was good. I couldn't get them out. Active. Well, I couldn't get down the ladder fast enough. So did you avoid getting bitten? And um, after we uh, put the roof on and we put new shingles in that, well, I had a, a friends of mine, they're entomologists. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, uh, what do you call them? Eye doctors. Yeah, oh. they got. They came up with a powder and injected it into the holes in the side of the barn. And they said, give it a couple days, Walt, before you go banging around again. I they said, would do All right, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I ain't got to say that twice. I go, that was bizarre. Can the you imagine? The cloud that came out. Can you imagine me and walking? And when we went in and stripped off the inside of the old wainscoting that they used back in the day, mm-hmm. it had pan- panel boards. There was still all these dead bees, thousands of them, like you say. And they were falling to the ground. They were all dead. And there were so many bees because we took shovels and... Um, rooms in that and we had to go in there luckily we had big barn doors with um what do you call them bobcat bulldozers the mini ones mm-hmm. and scoop them up all the dead bees well thanks for sharing a bee story with me i certainly yeah. uh, wish well, i had then the, the uh, owners of the property had uh, they had the, the, the neighbor come with his bulldozer and dig a big pit out in the field and we ended up dumping them with the dump truck into the pit and they they lit them on fire. All right, have a safe day. Thank you. Okay, not oh, hold on. Hey, one more issue. Rose Arts Festival. What yeah. have they got planned for security? I don't know. I'm probably going to do an interview with them, and we'll, well find out. Well, they better think of something. There's so many more shootings even over the weekend. Well, obviously, we always need security when you have a big event. Anyway. Well, hey, we're in America. They're random. All right. Thank you, sir. Okay. Thank you. Okay. little bee talk. To be or not to be. Can you picture me walking into that room, and uh, there's bees on the floor, there's bees on the shades, there's bees coming flying out of the ceiling. Hello, Dolly. Strange feeling. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Nobody there. Nobody home. I'm here all alone. I don't have a phone. Where's my comb? Okay, if you'd like to call and actually talk to me, you can do so at 889-5252. Sunny today, warmer 78. Tonight, mainly clear to partly uh, cloudy. Not as cool, 55. We have some pretty clear and cool nights. And then Tuesday... Summer solstice. I like that on my hamburger. 5.14 a.m. I guess it'll be summer. 
officially. Partly to mostly cloudy, chance for showers, 78. That's the same weather today, so today could be summer. Wednesday, mostly cloudy, showers throughout the day, high 73. It's currently 70, and let's get to our lines. Welcome, you're on the air. I love the summer solstice. You do, huh? Yeah, because that means the time is going back down. You like that, don't you? You like the cold weather. Yeah, and I really like it when it's dark early. I just love it. Oh, I, no, but I, lo- I yeah. like this time, too. Yeah, no, the weather's perfect now. Oh, boy, today, not, what a day, huh? It's not too hot. It's my kind of weather. Low humidity, 70s. I love it. Yeah, but I like rain. I know. You like rain, you like cold, you like snow. I'm a rainy day person. Rainy day people. Rainy day people are nice. You know that song. I do indeed. <laughs> okay, so you're a rainy day person. It describes me. Hey, I saw that cute card. I didn't see it till this morning. Oh. It was adorable. <laughs> that you uh, sent or put up there? I No, I, I sent it. Oh, you no, sent I, it, I okay. Sent the, I was just so grateful for uh, the whole communication and everything. Yeah, they put it right up on the desk in the front. They people did? people come in. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. It's a little flowers looking at people. Yeah, it's a 3D card. Mm. It opens up. Yeah, I, I just love those. <laughs> They're so cute. Nice note. Thank and it you. was so nice hearing Christine, and she was so excited. I, I, yeah. I, I was, too. I was so nervous the whole time at the, the Dairy Queen, but it was wonderful. Well, and I'll tell you, you, Marvin's brother is a very nice person. Yeah, I, n- I never met him before. I'm I, trying to, th- and I can't think of his name now. Mm-hmm. I think it's Greg. I think his name is Marvin's brother. No, I know, no. but I I was oh. talking with him, and he's really nice. Um, I have I am <laughs> I'm going to put this nicely. Uh oh. I know. I'm sitting on the horns of a dilemma. Oh, that hurts. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's been bothering me all weekend. I met a girl, a woman rather, mm-hmm. and she's recently widowed. And I met her at Big Y. And I need. I need some lovely retired gentleman that is willing to just do something um, carpentry-wise, if they could, pro bono. Uh, she, she lost her uncle and her husband uh, seven months ago, both to COVID. Oh, God. Yeah, and it was totally unexpected. Mm-hmm. And she has, you know the song, Cats in the Cradle? Sure. Yeah, where, you know, the kids are kind of, yeah, right, right, Dad, we'll get to it. Well, she's got kids like that, and they don't live around here. And she's kind of in some dire straits. What kind of work does she need done? It's it's really, I don't think it's much at all. Um, She has a door that she had the new door put in, her husband had had to put in, and he was going to do the framing around it. Mm -hmm. Just the the framework. She's got the... Yeah, the framing, just to finish off the door. She's got it, but she doesn't have anybody to put it up, and she lives in a mobile home park. And, you know, the the door thing is nothing, but she also has a piece of her outside soffit that is uh, troubled, and it needs to be looked at before rain leaks in and starts to bother the ceiling. And it's a, it's not a huge part. It's not the whole thing. 
Seems but, doable for a lot of people to yeah, do. Yeah, I know. I know. And she's so upset, and she got me all upset because I'm thinking, man, there's got to be something out there for older people that they, they just need, like, a handy job. Mm-hmm. And she really, her money is, she's, she's really strapped right now. And her kids are just blithely going on with their lives. Do they live out of state, or? Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do, and they say, "Mom, she's sixty-nine years old." And they said, "Mom, just go back to work. She's a registered nurse, retired, and everything has gone south for her, and she doesn't know what to do." And if anybody out there could give her just this little hand, oh man, you well, would be blessed. We have some wonderful people that I know. Uh, so how how do you want to handle this? You want to leave I, a number or a... yeah? Well, I, I can leave my phone number. Sure. Sure. Okay. You know. You know. I can, yeah. It's eight six zero. This is Sam. Eight six zero three seven six five one eight two. Three seven six five one eight two. I'll keep this number with me. I got to just tell you this before we part today. Every time, sometimes when you call them people who don't know you, they still say. What that guy said. <laughs> and I don't say anything now because it's kind of funny. It know? is funny. <laughs> I never get called a woman anymore. Well, I mean, I know your voice so much now that I would never get it confused, but... I know. I guess for the first time when they hear you. Oh, especially in the morning. I'm much lower. You're much lower than that. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, 376-5182. Yes. So you got a new friend. That's we, nice. We, well, this new friend, she really needs some help. and. Okay. and She's she's so down in the dumps too, and her mobility isn't the greatest. And mm-hmm. she, you know she's just she's she's in despair right now, and I hate to see that. Well, you're a good person. Let's see if we can help her. She was a good registered nurse. Yeah. Come on, let's help a registered nurse out. I'm trying, but I but I don't know carpentry. All right. May <laughs> may you get lots of blizzards. Oh, oh, I still have the rest of mine. Okay. I'm enjoying it so. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, Bill. you're welcome. Yeah, she's the only one that nurses an ice cream. You know, a little today, a little tomorrow. Same ice cream. You're in the air. Welcome. Biz, 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 biz. Quit buzzing. <laughs> Cousin. <laughs> anyway, oh, you know what? I've been meaning to say, you know, Sam doesn't sound like a man. She sounds like Lauren Bacall. Yeah, a lot of women have deep voices, and it's nice. Didn't it, wasn't it Lauren Bacall that had a deep voice? I think she had a pretty deep voice, and others have had deep voices. Yeah, yeah. Of course, the deepest voice of a woman I've ever heard was, I think, uh, an actress by the name of Tallulah, ba- Tallulah Bankhead. Oh, really? But you wouldn't remember her. That was that was before my time, too. <clears throat> yes, oh, wow, anyway. really? Anyway, um, oh, what was... Oh, yeah, I remember. Um... I, I I wanted to tell you the weirdest story. I, okay, I'm ready. This is so weird, but it's funny. It, it's, it was hilarious, and, and it was ridiculous, but it was so silly. Anyway, I'm listening to the radio over the weekend, and there was a dis- they were having a discussion. Did you know that Google has a dis- uh, has um, made a program for a computer that has um, can reason, right? I think... Uh, it's supposed to be able to reason like a person. Yeah, right? well, they're working on robots like that, so, yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, so this is a program that's supposed to be able to reason with people. So they talk, I, I 
think it's ridiculous because people reason at different levels, you know. So, you know, the computer can out-reason a, a person, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so they're talking about it, and they're going around the room, they're having a discussion with a bunch of people about it, and they're saying all the, uh, all the things it could do. And then one woman said, oh, she says, you know, I don't, I don't like this idea. It, it can open up a lot of abuse. Right? Mm-hmm. She says, the, you you can abuse the program, especially kids can abuse the program and hurt hurt the robot's feelings. Oh, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> and they're all going, oh. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm telling you, uh, you know, you know Alexa, where you they you talk it into the tube. Yeah, well, I got a theory. If you say something uh, nasty to Alexa. Yeah, just kidding that's around. She'll say, she'll say that's not very nice. That's what my that's what my theory says. I I I think I ha- I have a lot of fun swearing and talk and 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 insulting my theory. Mm-hmm. Right. So because Siri, you can ask it for information, right? And the Siri will say, "I don't know what you mean," or "I don't understand," but it sure understands every swear word or every time you insult it, and it says that's not nice. See, uh, and uh, so I, I watch what I say in front of Alexa now, um, but she's I very don't. she's very <laughs> polite when I say thank you. She says, "You're very welcome." Oh, I don't care. I still I swear even more. Or okay, well, if that's, you, the, that's how I talk. To, uh, you know, dirty language, or you mm-hmm. know, like I'll swear. Well, if you, you need know. to get something off your chest, I'm sure that they'll they'll forgive you. Yeah, but can you imagine that hurting Siri's feeling? I mean, can you imagine hurting a program feeling? Listen, I nothing would surprise me anymore. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> I thought so. it was the most ridiculous thing. Well. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that, and be nice. Uh, it's be nice to uh, your little computer today. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never. Fine. Fine. All right. Thank okay. you. Bye. Take care. Hello. Welcome. You're on the air. Good morning, Stu Breyer. Hi, Marv. Your brother got some compliments. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I would like to compliment my brother also. Good. <clears throat> and pardon my laryngitis. Um, you know, it's... Uh, I'm very proud of my brother because he is a Vietnam veteran, but not only is he a Vietnam veteran, but he was in Vietnam at Makwa in 1968-1969, and I was in the third grade, and I'll never forget, and uh, he was a medic, so a lot of people really, really have a deep respect for medics that were in in country in Vietnam and he was at a helicopter base and he is with the 736th Millsap crew basically if you ever watched MASH he was one of those guys and um, so I'm very happy to, to be his brother well it's nice to have a great brother like that so is he okay he doesn't have any ill effects from Vietnam I hope not no? He beats me up every day. Oh, okay. Well, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, actually, he's he's one of the people. I'd, I'd love to see him. He was a phlebotomist, so he did a lot for people when he came back. Yes, so. So he 
came back and was a very productive, and that's a good thing. And uh, and I'll tell you what, when he came home, this is a great story. We went to Bradley Field up in Hartford, and we were the only people there. So, you know, he came home, and he, he came home to his family. He didn't have crowds of people throwing throwing rocks and eggs at him or nothing like that. Thank God for that. Yes. <clears throat> he, he came home to his family, and it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I'll never forget, because I was a little kid, and I was hungry, and um, they had a restaurant open up there. So I was eating a ham and cheese sandwich. <laughs> mm-hmm. You remember that, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget. And he, he was in his uniform with his duffel bag, and, you know, so he, he had a good homecoming. What so. a wonderful thing to have him home, I'm yeah. sure. And, and, you know, my dad, of course, was combat wounded. Mm-hmm. So I always like to bring that up, too, that he was also another a big hero. He was... He was he was missing in action twice. He was in Italy, and um, so all I did was ride submarines. Well, you got a lot to be proud of, you and your family. I'm telling you. Yeah. The next time we have one of these uh, Dairy Queens, I hope you bring your brother back. Well, I will definitely. I drag him out everywhere I can. Okay. Matter of fact, I'm going to drag him out somewhere today. I got to drag him somewhere. I got some errands to do, so I'm going to drag him out. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. Yep. Now we'll make sure Mom's okay. She's 94. Mm. And you know. So she's like a real American patriot there. And um, uh, a bee story. Are you ready for this bee story? I don't know if it can top mine, but go ahead. Okay. I worked in Florida. I was a roofer for a while, (laughs) believe it or not. I worked roofing because I had, uh, I I needed some money and I didn't want to do anything really, I I wanted to just, like, go someplace in the morning, show up, get my paycheck, and go home, right? So I was a roofer, and I worked for what was called Labor Ready. And and we went to a house, and as we got there, we were, we were looking at the peak, the peak of the roof, and there was about, I'd like to say, a million bees flying around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you didn't want to be around there. And so, and so my boss says, stay by the truck. He says, y'all, y'all stay here, right by the truck here, y'all. Mm-hmm. And he was an old-timer, mm-hmm. right? And he, he got on the phone, and he says, I'm calling the beekeeper. You could call a beekeeper in Florida, because these bees, this, this was very, I mean, there were a lot of bees down there. And he called the beekeeper. That beekeeper was there in like a half an hour. They want the bees, right? They want they them wanted honey. them. That's right. Yeah. He got. He was all suited up. He went up there, and he he got the queen. You get the queen, and they'll 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 flock towards the queen. And he had a truck with a big back, like a big box in the back, right? Uh-huh. So he got all those bees in there. Then he went up there and got the honey out of there. It was like twenty pounds of honey. Wow! These were this was legit. This is all like, it's like these he, weren't like wild killer bees or nothing. It's like he like hit the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> and, and off he went. <laughs> 
with all of our bees, and they and there were no bees anymore. It was really wild. Okay. One more, one I, more, I thought uh, to myself, that's that's unbelievable. One more quick question about that. How do you know which one is the queen? Oh, the queen's the biggest. Uh, they know. You know. The beekeepers know. A real beekeeper knows. We hmm. have beekeepers right around the corner from us here. You know, people know I live right on Star Street. But if you go around over to Dudley, there's uh, beekeepers over there. And those bees won't hurt you. They won't come and get you or nothing like that. They're just doing their business. Well, that's what I should have done with the bees. Uh, i got to run, but thank you. Adios. Adios, amigo. amigo. Well, let me take this call before the break. You're on the air. Good morning. How are we doing, Stu? Good, sir. Yeah. Sir, I'm here. I'm with you. Are you with me? Would you like to turn your radio down or turn it up? No, this is not this is not working out. This conversation. So, okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay. How about now? Yeah, now it's wonderful. I can hear you. Go ahead. That's my speakerphone. I took it off speakerphone. All right, great. <clears throat> hey, listen. Um, I was taking a nap this weekend in the middle of the night, and I awoke to the Tucker Carlson show. Mm-hmm. And I came in, not in the middle of it. I don't know whereabouts I came in on the subject. But I heard him. Did you watch the TV show on Friday night? Yeah, I watch, I watch them all. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you see what he reported? He reported a uh, diary taken from a halfway house. That's correct. That was uh, mm-hmm. Joe Biden's daughter. That is correct. Yep. And uh, the FBI has it now. And he was reporting some of the stuff that was in the diary. Mm-hmm. And he reported that Joe Biden used to take showers with his daughter. And she remembers and he, feeling and very uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's why she turned out to be so sexual when she got older. Well, I don't know about that part. Well, but, yeah. that, that's what he said. That's yeah, no, he, he said. said, I mean, maybe it had something to do with her being, uh, you know what I mean, overly you know, sex. You know, so hmm? that, that's a... And nobody on Fox ever said a word of that this weekend, anywhere. Um, I don't know. Maybe they—that's not true. Maybe there's something more to it. But um, what can I say? I know the other networks won't touch it. Fox didn't touch it either. Mm-hmm. You think that would be all over? I know that's not a thing you like to just report yeah. or hearsay, okay? Or third-party uh, information. It's a very delicate story, that's for sure. Well, because I think it, it's once the cat's out of, out of the bag, it's damaging whether it's true or not. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if they're wrong, uh, certainly they should apologize, but nobody retracted that. Um, they had some pretty concrete evidence about the whole thing. And, um, in fact, the FBI raided one place. They thought that they had the diary, so they really wanted to get their hands on it. Boy, um, I'm going to tell you something. I don't. I don't hope it's true, but I. I hope it's. I hope he didn't report something that that isn't true. Okay? No, I don't want that to happen. And people who hate Fox, they want them to mess up. But I'll tell you one thing: there were two two women that accused him of uh, going overboard with them, and uh, but that got. Washed. But he has lately. He has. When he when, when Trump was uh, running against Biden, his show was fantastic. Of course, they had all sorts of ammunition to use, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But now it seems like he's picking his stories out of the wind. And um, the only thing I can tell you that uh, mostly everything that Tucker says turns out to be true. 
So I don't know about this one. They could make mistakes, but they're very cautious at Fox because everybody wants to get them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll tell you. Well, that's that's a that, that's a tough story for the nation, right there. Well, tough story. If we don't hear any um, more about it, it's probably uh, not enough evidence. Okay. Thank you, sir. All right, Stu. But. Uh, Joe Biden was very touchy-feely. A couple of women did say um, he went to extremes with them. And we all believe what we want to believe, I guess. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi. Well, hi, Stu. I have a question about poop. Oh, God, no. Poop again? (laughs) Are you hung up on on poop? I know where you're going because I've asked so many weird questions. Yeah, and most of them are about poop. But anyway, what's your question? No, toothpaste, too. Yeah. You know, going down your arm. But anyway, okay. I got two, two minutes. Go ahead. Okay, it'll be quick. You know, within two minutes. Um, it's some, my mom told me one time when you get older that, like, when you feel that you have to go, this is really medical, actually, Stu. Um, that uh, you don't feel it, so you really have to try to go anyway, mm-hmm. so you don't get constipated. Mm-hmm. I, do you know that too, Stu? Well, you you should. Uh, sometimes it just comes over you if yeah, you're in you that situation. Yeah, anyway, because when when we were little, it, we you know we had to stop because the, mm-hmm. our nerves notified us of it, like Patty in North Sonnington uh, told one day. But I just wanted to dictate that to you. Um, yeah, certainly. Don't <laughs> ever strain yourself too much when you're on the uh, the crown. The <laughs> Yeah, I know a guy that got a, a hernia because he pushed too yeah. much. You don't want to do that. No. Some but people anyway, panic when, when they're constipated. Get, the whole basic thing is when you get older, you can't feel the urge to poo. Well, so I, I didn't know that. So you need to I, uh, try anyway mm-hmm. once a day. All right. Well, if I have more time, I would probably say I'm out of time. But <laughs> okay. We're out of the whole subject and All everything, right. but it makes sense, All doesn't right. it? Thank you. We'll talk again. Yep, bye. Yep. Let me take you to the news at WICH. Fox News commentary. Thousands of flights were delayed or canceled over the weekend and is expected to get worse. What the heck is going on here? I'm Tommy Laren. More next. If you're fed up with cable news, it's time for Greta Van Susteren. Greta is back with the real news on Newsmax. Tune in at 6 p.m. Eastern tonight to watch The Record with Greta Van Susteren and our new lineup with Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, and more. Newsmax is on all major cable systems and streaming platforms. Or download the free Newsmax app on your phone. Watch Greta Van Susteren tonight. Make the switch to Newsmax. It's real news for real people. If you had to travel over the weekend, you know it was a disaster. Since last Thursday, a whopping 19,000-plus flights have been canceled or delayed. The airline industry is citing the usual suspects, namely weather and staffing shortages. Well, imagine that. The airlines are experiencing what many other industries are experiencing, people who simply don't show up to work. That, and the industry doesn't have enough pilots to replace those who retired or took a leave of absence during COVID. (laughs) You mean to tell me incentivizing laziness with stimulus checks and extended unemployment and or canning staff who refuse the vaccine has now backfired? Well, knock me over with a feather. And not only are we grappling with canceled flights, thanks to the Biden administration's war on energy, we are also stuck paying an arm and a leg for the flights that do manage to take off. Remember this frustration in November, folks. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. Business. 
94.5 and 1310WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Business owners know all about selecting the right resources, the right employees, location, and of course, choosing the right checking account. This is why Dime Bank created our Dime Select account, a checking account designed purposely for businesses. With Dime Select, the first 500 transactions in every statement are free. Plus, there are no minimum balances or monthly fees with electronic statements. Local businesses work better with a local bank. It's your choice. Your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Okay, we have a segment with the Better Business Bureau coming up after the news, and uh, it's an important one. WICHAM 1310 Norwich and 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. It's CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Steve Kathan. The CEO at United Airlines says the company would like to schedule more flights, but the system can't handle it. Airlines have cited staffing and a shortage of air traffic controllers for hundreds of weekend cancellations and delays. CBS's Peter Greenberg says there are nagging issues throughout the industry. If you don't fix the root problems, the apologies will continue. you got to be able to find pilots. There's a shortage. You have to be able to find people who work under the wing. Ground handlers, baggage loaders. What forecasters have called a heat dome has settled in in the upper Midwest with excessive heat warnings through the middle of the week. It'll get near 100 degrees today in Fargo, North Dakota, where Scott Fry spent too much time working outside. It was like a wave of heat hit my body, and then that kind of made me like not feel great, and then I got real cold, and so that just threw my body off. And then it just, I got dizzy, got some tunnel vision. One dead, eight wounded in a shooting outdoors early this morning in New York City's Harlem. NYPD Commissioner Kishant Sewell. The emboldened individuals responsible for this are exactly who our officers are battling every day to make our city safe. While we are making some headway against violence, we have a lot of work to do. Many parents with kids as young as six months old can now get COVID vaccine shots for them. Infectious disease specialist Dr. Celine Gounder says, Both vaccines do produce good antibody levels that are correlated with good protection. The numbers of infections that we saw in the trials were very small. CBS's Robert Costa tells us former Vice President Mike Pence is due to make his first public appearance today since insurrection hearings detailed the danger he faced on January 6th, 2021. Mike Pence will deliver what is being billed as an economic address. Like so many Republicans, he wants to move on from January 6th. But former President Trump clearly does not want to move on, still battling his former VP and rallying his supporters to echo his own false claims about the election. The House panel investigating the Capitol attack holds two more hearings this week. British researchers say they've developed a way of diagnosing Alzheimer's with a single scan. The new system was 98% successful in identifying Alzheimer's disease in a trial involving Alzheimer's patients, healthy people, and those with other neurological disorders. It was also 79% successful in distinguishing between early and late stage Alzheimer's, important because early detection and treatment can have a big impact on a patient's quality of life. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Financial Exchanges are closed today because of the Juneteenth holiday observance. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 
There's still time for business owners to claim their federal aid under the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. Cash refunds of up to $26,000 per employee are available for employers who continue to pay their employees during the COVID epidemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not a loan and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at Ferguson, Timar & Associates have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE, and your tax payment estimate is quick, easy, and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per employee of free federal aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833-ERC-FILE. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Thanks for staying with us. WICH, always a pleasure to talk with the nice people that work at the Better Business Bureau. Kristen Johnson, Director of Communications, is on the line with us. Good morning, Kristen. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. We're doing fine. Uh, busy day is certain times of the year when people are getting ripped off more than other times or is it pretty consistent if there are certain types of scams that are very seasonal so in the summer we see a lot more of the contracting scams the roofing scams the moving scams august or i should say may through august is the peak time for moving scams because we're exposed to them obviously that's the time of year when people are most likely to move Mm -hmm. um So, yeah, we are seeing more scams in the summer, certain ones, but there are other ones like work-from-home scams that have really spiked throughout the pandemic. Tell us about that. I know I got an email from you about that, and I wanted to make sure that I I brought that up. Work-from-home scams, um, are they 100% scams, or they're just trying to get money, and um, do, do you ever get to work with them? There's two goals. One is to to get money from people, and the second goal is to get their personal information, whether it be their banking information or their social security number. We had one uh, locally, or it, it, they claim to be local in Connecticut, and, and while we don't know the end game for that one, what we do know is that the people that they employed for a month after a month's worth of work got no money, but this scammer got all of their personal information. Because, you know, when you get a new job, what often happens is they need direct deposit information. So they need your bank account information so that Mm -hmm. they can pay you, right? So these people who got hired, who got approached for these jobs online, gave them that information. They gave them their social security numbers. Um, And then, unfortunately, these employers just disappear. So the type of job that they would be doing uh, would be soliciting for uh, people to do work for instance siding or is that something like that or what type of work do they usually have you think you're doing so in both cases that we've seen that claim to be here in connecticut they were package handlers Mm -hmm. give you a little background on, on what happens Uh, BBB has done uh, extensive studies on these because these scams have been popping up so much in the last two years. And what often happens is that uh, these gangs, there's gangs in Russia, they buy stolen credit cards 
on the dark web. And they have these people that they hire in the U.S. who then use those numbers to purchase high-end goods. We're talking designer shoes, designer purses, Apple computers. And they tell these people, they find these people on job boards. They are soliciting people now. None of the people that have been scammed were looking for a job with this company. In this case, it's called Groovy USA. We had one called Ship Adventure Post last year. They um, find these people who are looking for stay-at-home work. They find them on places like Indeed. And they send them an email saying, hey, you, you meet our qualifications. Do you want to be a package handler? You get to work from home. It sounds like a great gig that pays really well. Oftentimes they'll pay upwards of over $2,000 a month plus a certain fee per package that you send. And so people are, at the end of the month, they're expecting about $3,000. Oh, and what they'll do is they'll send them this package, and they'll say, okay, we need you to open up the box, take pictures of what's inside, then repackage it, take it to you, your local FedEx or UPS. They never use USPS because that is obviously operated by the federal government. It can be tracked, and it's also then a federal crime. Mm-hmm. So use FedEx or UPS and resend it. And what they're doing is they're hiding the trail as these items go around and around and around the country, and then they eventually end up back in Russia where they sell them. Oh, man. I yeah. tell you. So... So these people, they, they, they don't get paid till the end of the month. So they're working for a whole month. They're looking at their online um, database, mm-hmm. they're, and they're seeing that, you know, their end-of-the-month salary is going up and up and up. Every time they send another package, that's another $45. People are sending, you know, multiple packages a day. And um, we talked to one father. He used to live in Connecticut. He lives in Maryland now. He uh, thought he was going to get $3,000 at the end of the month. A single father, three little kids, three, five, and seven. He used all of his savings to pay one month's rent, knowing he was going to get this big paycheck at the end of the month. And then at the end of the month, his employer disappeared. And they're coming from Russia, so it's unlikely that uh, anybody will have to pay for their deeds. Unfortunately, unfortunately, that is the case. Um, and, and we're also there's a couple other countries that that this is common in, but Russian it, Russia is. The most likely, um, Lithuania, Germany are, are two other countries that we see this happening more and more. Uh, according to BBB study, 65% of these employment scams are reshipping scams, just like this. There are a few other ones out there. Another common one is they'll they'll hire you and they'll say, "Okay, you're working from home. You need equipment. You need a computer or a fax machine. We're going to send you a check. You deposit it, and then you buy." whatever it is that you you need to be, whatever equipment it is. Well, what you don't know is that check that they sent you is a fake. So you cash it, and then you use that money that you think you have to buy all these items, and then in the end, you know, you didn't really make any money. Or you didn't really, you spent all of money that you didn't actually have, and now now you owe the bank. And sometimes they'll even say, cash this check and then buy this Bitcoin, buy this cryptocurrency to um, then pay for these the office supplies, um, and what you're really doing is just paying. Is there a way that the bank um, can scrutinize these checks, um, but they just trust the patron that comes in because they're regular customers? Or Yeah, unfortunately, they, it's not until after they've cashed the check and spent the money that the bank comes back and says, oh, this is a, this is a fake check. We did um, hear in, in the other case with Groove USA and this, this job scam, this, this repackaging scam, 
um, one of the victims, they went to a like a UPS drop-off site, and the name did not match their name. Mm-hmm. And so they wouldn't. They they stopped it at that point and said, "No, we we can't mail this because it doesn't match your name." So that's a way that these companies like UPS, like FedEx, are trying to stop it from happening. Um, but unfortunately, it's it's something that. 14 million people a year in our country are exposed to employment scams, and it results in $2 billion in losses annually. I'm glad we're talking about it, Kristen, because I think that's enough. Um, People need to know about it. So a lot of people, you know, like like the idea of working from home, and they read and hear these things. How do you know if it's legitimate? Yeah, so there's a few things that you need to do. We always say do your research. And what you can do is go to BBB.org. You do your research there. You look up the company. If it doesn't exist, if you don't see it at BBB.org, that's a red flag. You can also look at BBB Scam Tracker. Uh, all but one of the reports of these scams came to us through BBB Scam Tracker. One person did email us. The rest of them went on BBB Scam Tracker. And that is a great way for the public to see what scams are going on right now. So if one of these victims had looked it up, they might have seen, oh, someone else also got contacted by Groovy USA, and this is what happened to them. Um, And then do an Internet search of the company with the word scam, and pretty quickly you'll find that other people have been scammed by the same company. Uh, You also want to Google the company's physical address. And in this case, they were claiming to be in Hamden, Connecticut. If you look up that address, it's actually a factory. It's a factory that has been empty for eight years. Our investigators spoke with the property owner. They said they are in the midst of trying to redevelop it. But there's been no business there in eight years. Um, A lot of times these scammers will use virtual addresses. That's also a red flag. So those are some of the things that you can do. Uh, Look for email addresses as well. Most companies... Do not use Gmail or Yahoo for an email address. If you see a Gmail business address, it's probably not a real business. Another thing you can do when you are doing a job search is be mindful of unsolicited, like this, unsolicited job offers. Create a separate email so that you can really keep track of who you're corresponding with. And you'll know, okay, this is someone I already emailed for a job versus this is someone who's reaching out for me to me who I've never heard of before. And then set up a second bank account as well to handle these, um, these jobs if you're going to take a job from an employer that you haven't met before. But that's also a red flag. Uh, in these cases, they do set up some elaborate schemes. They will do interviews, virtual interviews. In this case, uh, the victim said that they never saw the person. They did it virtually, either via Teams or Zoom, but they never actually saw the other person on camera. So they're telling you it's in Hamden and they're probably in Moscow. Yeah, exactly. It could be. You know, like I said, in this investigation, um, we don't know what the end game is. That's for the authorities to figure out. But we know from BBB's uh, study that that majority of these types of scams are halfway around the world originating halfway around the world. Okay, so it could be, yeah, that's amazing. People uh, can figure that out, take the time to put this together, and uh, that's what they do for a living, Mm -hmm. trying to scam people. Yeah, there's there's 1.6 million stolen credit cards that were used just in Moscow and its suburbs. 1.6 million stolen credit cards. And that alone, from this study that we found out, those gangs in Moscow alone... They accounted for annual losses of $1.8 billion. 
Well, we don't want any of our listeners to get into that uh, category. I think someone has a question for you on the line. Let's okay. just see. Hi, WICH. You have a question? Hi. Oh, is this a, a is this open topic? No, no. We have a guest. You can call us after the uh, we have our interview. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, let's see, Kristen. Will I have you on the line? I know you have a. Do you have a meeting coming up? I want to. Me? Yeah. No, I'm good. Oh, you're good. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad you're good because I'm. You know, want a few more. So, um, th- these statistics are absolutely astounding. Absolutely astounding. So, what about um, in the summer? Besides the weather, what's hot on the uh, scandal list besides this this particular one, which is a very important one you just gave us? Mm-hmm. Well, moving scams, as I kind of alluded to earlier, yeah. those really start in May, and they start popping up from May through August. And, and that one is really, you know, we May was actually National Moving Month, but... We know the market is hot right now. We know a lot of people are being exposed to it. And what's pretty incredible is that when we look at the number of complaints in 2020 to and compared to 2021, there were nearly 1,100 complaints filed against moving companies. What types of complaints are they? What are the what type- types of scams? Complaints or scams? Uh- okay. So there's three different ones that we really want people to watch out for. One is that you're asked to pay a big deposit or perhaps the entire amount up front. You never want to pay a big deposit or the entire amount up front because what ends up happening is then the movers don't show up. They have your money and they don't show up. Another common scheme is that they'll provide you a quote based on the expected weight and then after loading the truck, they'll inform the consumer that the load is over the expected weight, and there's an additional fee that has to be paid. And most of the time, that additional fee ends up being significantly more expensive per pound, sometimes as much as double the original estimate. And then the third is, and this is really the most disruptive, um, and it's really difficult to anticipate, is that they'll pick up your items, but then they never arrive. They never arrive at your home. So everything is lost. Mm. We want people to know that if your items are being held hostage, need to contact BBB and file a complaint. You also need to call your local law enforcement. Between the two of us, we can hopefully help you get your items back. Um, And there's a lot of warning signs you can look out for, but these moving scams are some of the most common scams because um, although there are warning signs, unfortunately, it's just something we all need to do. If we're moving, you need, most likely, you need to hire someone. And, And so that that proves challenging at times. I and mean, Obviously, we want you to go to BBB.org and look up moving companies, compare and contrast, see who's accredited, look at their reviews, look for patterns of complaint. But also watch out when you're reviewing a company's website. If there's no address or information about the mover's registration or insurance, that could be a sign that they just may not possess the proper policies to protect your belongings. Uh, additionally, if the mover uses a rented truck or offers an estimate over the phone prior to conducting an on-site inspection, it may not be a legitimate mm-hmm. business. Um, you want to be wary of unusual requests. Again, if they ask, ask for a large down payment or full payment in advance, that's also an indication it could be a fraudulent business. Um, Let me just ask you about the second one again. So okay. basically they will deliver the furniture, but they'll really milk you on it. They'll give you a price, so you'll go with them, and then they'll say, oh, the 
the weight is too much. We need this more, and you, you're going to go with it because, oh, you already got it packed in there. And, was, you know, and they do deliver the furniture, but they charge you way more than you should be charging. Is that the, one of them? That's exactly. So that's why you need to get everything in writing. And if what they're telling you as they're holding your items hostage isn't in your contract, you need to contact BBB. You need to contact your local law enforcement. Get everything in writing. Check their licensing with the U.S. Department of Transportation. And an identification number used by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration is actually required of all interstate moving companies. And you can verify that. And there's a website for that. It's protectyourmove.org, protectyourmove.org. So you definitely want to read everything, too, that is in writing, all the conditions of the contract. And then keep an inventory of your belongings. This is something I didn't know. Um, but unless there is provable negligence on the part of the mover, they are not liable yeah. in general for lost or damaged contacts if you packed your own boxes. So the way you can get around that a little bit is to take an inventory sheet of everything you pack and then take pictures of everything you pack. Taking photos of those contacts prior to packing will then help you prove if damages were incurred during the mover, moving process. So can you generally, if you think of it, and I don't know how many people do when you're getting uh, the movers taking your stuff, can they sign a, something that says um, if we damage something, we'll pay for it, but you have to have the it all itemized? Is that it? Right, exactly. And, and ask questions, too. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Uh, if you get very vague answers or they won't answer your question, you know, that, that's a red flag. A trust, obviously, is important. And that's why we recommend looking for those accredited movers. Um, that mm-hmm. way you know that they're more likely to uh, be a good business to deal with. And don't be putting a, a Van Gogh painting uh, with your stuff <laughs> to move. Take that on your own, I would say. There you go. Yes, that's also a very good tip. <laughs> yeah. Hi, W. Whoops. Okay, I lost somebody there. Um we have a few more minutes. It's always great to speak with you and get updates because uh, it's going on, and it seems like, uh, I don't know about you, but it seems like these um, scammers are getting more creative than ever. Right. There's uh, government imposter scams. Those have been going, unfortunately, those have been going on for a while. Um, there's a couple different scams out there that we can talk about. One is this idea that you're going to get a grant from the government. We actually had a Connecticut resident who almost lost a lot of money to a, a government grant scam. What happened was a Facebook friend told her, oh, I just applied and received a community service block grant. You've got to apply, too. So she tried to call the friend. They didn't answer. But she was talking to this friend over Facebook. And she said, this is a very good friend. I trust his advice. So when he told me to do this, I, I followed through and I did it. So I, I reached out to the, to the agency, um, and she was told she was eligible for the program. The person told, told her to go to a nearby gas station and get an activation card for $500. Now, she told the agent she didn't have $500, and then he asked how much she did have, and she said she only had 25 And he said, okay, well, call me back when you have 200 and that person disappeared. Well, she found out later that it wasn't her friend that had re- recommended oh. this on Facebook. His Facebook account had been hacked. Oh, God. And this was the scammer. So that is a, a, a scheme that we see a lot. Another government imposter scheme that's pretty scary is that we see them saying they um, they're a, a, they spoof a legitimate government agency. They'll 
call the victim, they'll threaten arrest. They'll say, you know, if you fail to comply with my request, you're going to be arrested. A lot of times it's a Social Security Administration impersonator. They'll warn them that their identity has been stolen and ask them to verify their Social Security number and other personal information. And then ironically, that individual may actually become the victim of identity theft when they give them their Social Security number. So that's something uh, to be aware of. And then we've got law enforcement imposter scams. You've probably heard of these before, but there's actually a new twist on them. Uh, the scammers will offer to text or email you a doctored credentials to confirm their identity. Now, the badge is either stolen or it's been edited to include a different name. No matter how convincing the badge looks or the imposter story is, you always want to do your research before acting. We also see this this time of year. People will come and they'll offer energy audits and they'll say they're with the energy company and they'll show a badge and you're like, oh, it must be legitimate. It's a, they have a badge. Well, that's just copied. Um, Eversource does not send people out unless you call them and you request the energy audit. So whenever someone shows a badge, if they're knocking on your door unsolicited, they're calling you, you're text messaging you, they're pressuring, mm -hmm. pressuring you to make a decision, you need to pause, you need to call that company up, whether it's Eversource, whether it's the Social Security Administration, and you need to ask them, are you really asking for my information? Are you really offering this free energy audit? Um, and unfortunately, in many cases, they are not. Let me see if I can get a question. Hi, W-I-C-H. Okay, we have trouble on the line, so we'll just forget about the calls. Uh, I guess we all want to know how frequent do you get uh, these vermin arrested or you get restitution for the people who have been ripped off? Is it very difficult? It is. I mean, BBB is not a law enforcement agency, and we're not a government agency. So what we do is we do the investigation, and then we share it with those other government agencies that can actually take that next step. And obviously, as you pointed out with the job scheme, if it's halfway around the globe, it's going to be pretty difficult. That's why we just want to get the word out, because if we can educate people, then they're less likely to fall for these scams. That's the only thing that's going to put these guys out of business. But if we, if we don't know about it, then they're always going to be one step ahead. So what we'll do is we'll pass our information along to the Attorney General's office, or um, the Department of Consumer Protection, and then it's up to them to decide whether to do their own investigation or whether to follow through and follow up with our findings. I get, so, and you probably do as well, uh, Preston, is that as uh, I get so many cockamamie things on the email, mm -hmm. I don't even know what's real anymore, and you know, I can tell if it's from a listener, but some of these things are, for a while there, they were trying to... Um, have me meet Russian girls. Oh, geez. <laughs> Which maybe they could lead me to who the scammers are in yeah, Russia. I think of that, yeah. But I mean, what, what the heck is that? I'm sure they do it with a lot of people. Oh, that's your chance to meet uh, Bozhnava and uh, really weird stuff. I'm sure there's a link in there, and if you, we never want you to click on a link. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't go near but links. You, I'm linkless. If you ho hover over it, it'll show you what it's actually going to take you to. And so a couple of different things can happen. If it's on your phone, you may be giving them permission to then hack into your phone, get your contacts, and then email everyone in your contact list and make it seem like it's coming from you or just make it seem like it's coming from them. But that it gives them, you know, more people that they can get a hold of and try to scheme and scam. Mm -hmm. um, when you click on that link, they may ask 
for your credit card information, or they might ask you to pay a different way. Uh, at least with a credit card, you have some protection, and oftentimes you're, you can cancel something with a credit card. But if they're asking you to pay with gift cards or with Bitcoin, we're seeing that more with cryptocurrency, um, or to wire money, that's like cash. Once you spend it, it's gone. So by clicking on that link, a couple different things can happen. They can, you know, perhaps if someone was really interested and they, they paid, then they're out that money and they're not going to get anything that they mm-hmm. were promised. That's very common. Um, but also they may, like I said, get access to your phone, access to your banking information, and that's really scary. Sometimes I'll get a call, uh, an email and it's somebody that I know, but it's not really them sending the email. I, I guess they try that once in a while. Right. Oh, yeah, and that's the thing. That it, all it takes is one person to click on a text message. Um, we had a, someone in our office. They got a text message that said, thank you for paying your bill. We have a free gift for you. Click on the link. But she was one of 14 people on this text message, and she didn't know any of them. And she said she she opened it because she often pays her bill online, so she thought it was legitimate. Mm-hmm. And just by opening it, it told the bot on the other end that this was a legitimate phone number. And so she kept getting text messages all day long. Do you ever get a text message like that? We tell you just swipe and delete. Don't even open it. This is great information. I really appreciate uh, your time today. W-O-C-H. Oh, I, I'm happy to share it with you anytime. I welcome. You have a question for my guest. Oh, hi. I was just wondering why when gay people are on the radio or What does this got to do with the better business? Hello, hello. I, I apologize for these stupid calls that I'm getting. Um, it just happens occasionally. We get some weird calls. I understand. So, um, I think I've, well, you've really covered it uh, wonderfully. It's uh, it's really good to uh, talk with you. There's another one going around. They say that, I, I mean, they're, it's, you know, the chances are like one in a million. They say, we have come across a video of uh, some naughty things that you've done, or, you know, they'll get into pornographic stuff or what have you, and um, they'll say, you know, if you better uh, give us so much money, or it was like a blackmail thing. Have you heard about that one? I haven't heard about that, but I feel like that would be the the perfect thing to do at that point would be to go to bbb.org slash scam tracker and look up the name of the company and see if other people have reported it. You can look across the country or across the state or across your town. You can do it by even by zip code um, and see that other people are being scammed or Google it with the word scam. I mean, I would hope people would know that it, it isn't real. Um, but just like when you're doing business with someone, in these cases, you also want to do your research. Anytime you're going to give any personal information or any money away with, to someone, you want to do your research first. Never be pressured or feel threatened. And how are you, if somebody asked the other, how are you folks funded? How does that work? So BBB is a nonprofit organization. All of the accredited businesses pay dues to be accredited. Um, they go through a lengthy, lengthy background check to be able to use the BBB seal. They have to meet a number of different benchmarks, and then they pay dues, and those dues then fund this type of research and these types of investigations and educational awareness. Mm-hmm. And it helps them because then... Getting their name out means that they are not among the scammers. It, it, it builds trust in the marketplace, and it separates the good from the bad. 
Kristen, I think you do a marvelous job, and if there's anything that uh, you think that uh, would be informative to our audience to protect them, uh, get in touch with me. Email me, call me, and uh, get you right on. Will do. I look forward to speaking with you again. All right, Kristen, have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, too. Bye. All right, WICH with Stu. Let me take a little break. We can get to some phone calls. If you have a legitimate call, we'll uh, be right back. Our connections make powerful things happen, uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. With over 1 million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Around the world, generations of leaders build new friendships and solve problems, turning great ideas into reality. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org slash action. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street in Norwich. So what did, uh, what did all these scammers do before the invention of the computer? They must have... You thought you were getting six apples and you only got five? I don't, welcome to the program. Yeah, I have a question for your guest. Well, she's not on the line anymore. We've concluded the interview. Sorry. Okay. All right. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Um, I wanted to say, you were talking about... um. Bees? Yes, we're talking about bees in my bonnet. <laughs> so, um, what I know is I have a shed, and I also have a storage bin that's um, vinyl. My shed is wood, and I've had wasps and hornets um, nasty. You know, when I need to get things on a uh, pretty much daily basis, and what I would say is I get um, these spray cans for those type of things. Do it at night. Do it at night. They're sleeping. Um, on hot days and whatnot, they're busy. You know what I mean? And bees are essential to pollinate plants. And, you know, I, I love them and whatnot. It doesn't bother me. I have plants around me, and I see the bees, and they're going after the pollen. So that's what I wanted to say is when you're going to do something, spray it at night, not, uh, you know, when it's really hot, mm-hmm. because they tend to go to the hottest places. Yeah, I had a nest on the porch one time, and we had to... Uh do it at night, do the little squirt thing. I don't know how well it worked, but it, eventually it did, yeah. Yeah, you got to do it when you're kind of sleeping at night. Uh, secondly, I just wanted to say, as silly as some of the questions are that Wonder Man poses, now he was talking about um, your daily routine, you know, about poop or whatever. No, that's a good... So, no, these are you, good. Know, you know, if I was a parent 
and you had a child asking you bizarre questions, how would you address that? So I'm thinking um, to do a daily uh, a daily exercise. Okay, it's healthy to do that if you can do that because it rids of uh, bacteria in the intestines. No, of course, it's and very important. Also. Uh, okay, so can I finish? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. So I was thinking of winning the poo. So winning the poop. You you would be winning the poop. So um, if <laughs> you know, so I'm thinking a daily extract. If you could do that, uh, excrete. I should say, uh, cleaning the intestines uh, of bacteria. It's healthy. That's it. Okay, thank you. I did have a guest on that subject. It was a marvelous interview. You were saying, wow, you have a guest on... Sure, it's very important to be regular. It's very good for you to be regular. And if you're not, it needs to be addressed. I'm not saying if it's one or two days, but you know what I'm talking about. All right, let's uh, take this call before the break. Welcome to the program. Stu? Yes, sir. Good morning. Morning. Great guest you had on, and I'm going to tell you something. These people that call your houses, they prey on the elderly because they try to get them confused is what they try to do. And once they're confused, they'll give any information up their ass, and they try to intimidate. But th- this is what's going on today since the Internet's out, since everybody does their business on the Internet. But I'll tell you what, 20, 30 years ago, Stu, the big thing around Eastern Connecticut was... Um, they had people, driveway people, who would pull up to your house with mm-hmm. uh, maybe a quarter of a load of uh, asphalt in the back of their truck. And he, the, the driver would tell you, or the boss, he said, I work for this company. I uh, I see you got a bare spot gravel on your driveway. I'd like to dump it off and uh, smooth it out for you. And he'd smooth everything out. But then he'd convince you that now you need a new, a new driveway because you... You only got a piece of the driveway last time. So he would take a portion of money, half down or three quarters, once he befriended you, and you would never see him again. Oh, yeah, it happened. Well, my mother, it happened to her. I was so angry. Um, You know, I wasn't living in Boston at the time. She paid in advance for some windows, and they never came back. (laughs) That was it. what they do is they talk her into it. They can mm-hmm. they can make themselves sound like the nicest people in the world. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad we got people out there who your guest, a nonprofit group, who they're actual lookouts for for, for this whole thing, and uh, they will raise alarms every time something happens. And I could call them last minute; they'll come on with me. They just want to spread the word around. Oh, it's, people. it's viable. It's, for this station, it's perfect still. You have the majority of people that listen to your show are all senior citizens yeah, anyway. But, you know, we, you don't and have... I can tell by their voices, some of them, that they can be conned out of anything if they had the right person call. Well, I just want but, to make it You don't have to be a senior to get ripped off, I'm telling no, you. No, no. Right. You just have to be gullible, and you, you yeah. have to, you know, mm-hmm. be that way, you know. nice. But the majority of people that get ripped off are senior citizens, and they're nice people. 
and they trust. Well, yeah, they people who them. are honorable, they have a tough time thinking that some people are dishonorable. But they are, but, uh, unfortunately. Those people make me sick. That's all i got to say, right. Stoke. Thank you, sir. Hi, welcome to the program. <clears throat> hi. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi there. I had a hard time getting in today. Can you hold on one second? I'll be with you right after this short break. Yep. All right. We'll be right back. Hold on. D.H. Marvin in Colchester is Connecticut's oldest John Deere dealer. They're a family-owned dealer that has been part of the community for over 80 years. Right now, you can join the D.H. Marvin team. They're looking for mechanics for their John Deere outdoor power equipment dealership. Experience a plus. They are willing to train energetic, entry-level people. D.H. Marvin has both full and part-time positions available and offers John Deere training, uniforms, vacation time, medical for full-time, and employee discount. D.H. Marvin is here for you as your John Deere dealer in Colchester. Because we all run together, apply in person at D.H. Marvin South Main Street, Colchester. They're an equal opportunity employer. D.H. Marvin in Colchester for over 80 years. Join their team today and start a new direction with the D.H. Marvin family in Colchester. Check their website at dhmarvin.com. Stu Bry with you, WICH, with uh, 71 degrees, my kind of weather, maybe yours too. Let's uh, tell you it's going to be warmer today, 78, not as cool tonight, 55, and Tuesday. Summer begins 5.14 a.m., partly to mostly cloudy and 78. Wednesday, cloudy showers throughout the day, 73. I think we should have summer start earlier because it would be a longer summer, wouldn't it? That would be better. You're on the air. Hi. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, Sue. Oh, a, little, oh, a few short things because I've been listening to everybody. Number one, I'd like to know how Larry is, if anyone knows. Well, I'd like to know, too. I'm concerned about him. Yes. Uh, number two, um, Sam was mentioning that retired nurse. Um, I, her husband and, and another relative died of COVID. FEMA, I'm still hearing ads on New York about... Call FEMA to get $9,000 for funeral expenses, and that's per member of your family, mm-hmm. okay? So maybe Sam can mention that to her, too. Maybe that would get a little pressure off of her on that. And um, how about Joe Biden falling off his bicycle this weekend? Anybody know about that? Yeah, I do. It could happen to anybody, though. Yeah, I... yeah. It, well, it, it's a good thing, you know. Nothing did happen to him. And, um, oh, I had one more. Oh, the bees. <laughs> the, okay. I hate to tell that gentleman that, that talked about piling all them bees into a pit. Those were honey bees. And because you got those wasps, those weird little wiry, dark things, they hurt when they sting. They're one thing. Then you got yellow jackets, and I know all around my mother, around here, they always made a hole in the ground, and they they are well, mean so, little yellow things. So I think that story, if I'm not wrong, was he taking them away because he knew they were honeybees, and you know he's got uh, like a honeybee farm and stuff like that. Yeah, but that first gentleman, yeah, anytime anybody has a gigantic amount, because actually today there was a story about honeybees in a wall. It was in a paper, 6,000 yeah, of them, I saw that. and the lady had to call and have, you know, 
one of them beekeeper people come and get them. You can get them out. But that gentleman that said they had a little wildcat tractor and pushed them in a hole and burned them, he, they just, oh, that really hurts. They just killed a lot of our pollinating bees because they, they don't. We have them in our wall. And you know what? When they wake up in the spring, you will hear them humming. Then they took off. I, I have seen them, and, and, and they're only honeybees. They go, but they'll hibernate back in there in the winter, and then they will all take off. So you got to know your bees, the hornets, with them big, you know, football things they live in, them shaped weird gray nests. Those are hornets. Don't get around them. Don't get around yellow jackets if you see a hole in the ground and they're yellow with little black stripes. Or the wasps. But bumblebees and a, a little mild manner honeybee going from flower to flower, they don't really sting you. They and don't. so a lot of our bees just got bye-bye with that uh, story of that pit and burning them. That is terrible. Did you ever get stung by a bee? Huh? Did you ever get stung? Oh, me? Mm. Oh, once in a while. Actually, in our backyard, we have a lot of little white clover that pops up. And if you're out there walking around in the summer barefoot, you might accidentally step on a honeybee that's on the clover and get mm -hmm. stung. But honeybees are very mild-mannered. That's why beekeepers can walk around them, you know. But uh, everybody, check your bees, and if you have a huge swarm... They all, like, pile on each other, maybe on a wall. Those are honeybees. Try to find a beekeeper to come and get them. Yeah. That's, that's my suggestion. Well, thank you so much for that. Oh, uh, a little folksy wisdom from the farm. <laughs> right. Like okay, thank thanks. You. Folksy wisdom from the farm, ladies and gentlemen. On WIC, it's worst bee sting I ever got was I was going out for a jog. Well, uh, that's when I was jogging. Now I'm more like, juh. But I put my uh, foot in the sneaker, and there was a bee in there. And, of course, if I was a bee, I'd have stung me, too. But it was it was not a pleasant surprise getting stung that way. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, good morning, Stu. Good morning, Joey. All right, my man. Hey, listen, you know, uh, Christine called, and that was the lady that had the 57 Chevy uh, Bel Air. Yeah. She's really nice, and she, I got to talking with her at all. Really, and they're really nice. And they're, yeah. But uh, Marvin's brother, I think she mentioned she was talking to him as well. It might have been Sam. I'm not sure. But Marvin's brother, Greg, he served in World, uh, World War II. Vietnam, Vietnam he's a yeah. Vietnam vet, vet, served in Vietnam, and he was a med medic. Very great guy. Awesome guy, like she said. And he's a really calm and cool kind of guy. That's Marvin's brother. His name is Greg. He yeah, wasn't sure of his name, so his name's Greg. I want to like, shout out to Greg. And also Marvin and Greg's m mother, she's up there, really up there in age. They listen to your show all the time. Oh, that's nice. We like that. I just, yeah, I just wanted to let you know that. But Greg, he's just a super cool guy. He really is. Well, I, I really did Yeah, I wish he would have went over to you and said yeah. hello to him and said, hey, this is, my, this is my crazy brother Marvin. This is... Mar you know, my brother Marvin, <laughs> Marvin, you, you know, you know, that's all. I'm just being funny, but no, he's really a no, really, I, really good I guy. I wish I had time to talk with him and meet him, So, but um, I'm learning a lot about him, and that's nice. Yeah, it is. It's really cool. Still, beautiful day. Stop of the window, looking good. Tomorrow's first day of summer, and uh, mm -hmm. you had a good weekend, I hope, right? 
Yeah, everything was fine. It was fine. That's, all right, I'll call you. Okay, Father Stu, you take care. I'll talk to you later on, man. All right. Thanks, Joey. <laughs> it's your buddy Joey there. Sometimes I just go into my Archie Bunker. <laughs> what you got? If you haven't been able to get in, you're welcome to call me now at 889-5252 and check in. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Do you know how important it is to maintain your dental health? I'll be back in a second to give you some info on this subject. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Periodontitis is the word that refers to inflammation of the tissue around the teeth. This may cause shrinkage of the gums and loosening of the teeth. And even though there is no established cause and effect at this time, there is growing evidence that periodontitis can increase your risk of heart disease. You should see your dentist regularly and brush and floss twice daily to prevent this problem. It may just keep your heart healthier, too. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. 12 minutes till noon at WICH. Temperatures today about 77 for a high. In case you just joined us, hi. Hope you're having a good day and had a nice Father's Day weekend. Hmm? Interesting letters to the editor. Sometimes I some catch my attention. And a lot of letters about gun violence. Gun violence can be eliminated or at least reduced by doing a few simple steps. Somebody wrote that in from Norwich, Connecticut. Number one, enforce the current gun laws and make the conviction of having a pistol without a permit, using a gun in the commission of a crime or theft of a firearm punishable by five years in prison without early release or parole. Gotcha. Good. The FBI states that only 17% of their arrests for gun crimes are prosecuted. And you're wondering what the problem is, huh? It's a great letter. Only 17% of the arrests for gun crimes are prosecuted, which leaves these people out on the streets to do their damage. Sometimes a little common sense. No? Yes, maybe. Number two, it says, uh, the writer says, stop the media from sensationalizing mass shooting by repeating the same news story for days and weeks after the event occurs. This only encourages copycat sick individuals to commit the same mass shootings. A one-day reporting law should be enacted. I'm not sure that's ever going to happen, but certainly they do overdo it, huh? Number three, make it a federal law that all gun purchases must have a background check prior to the purchase of a firearm. Simple common sense there. 
And the writer says, require mental health professionals to report people with violent mental illnesses to a federal registry so that they cannot purchase firearms. So I wanted to read that letter to the editor because I thought it was uh, filled with some common sense. Common sense in my opinion and also their opinion as well. So a lot of things we can get to today. It's always good to talk to the people of the Better Business Bureau and get updates on some of the uh, horrific scams that are going on. I get a lot of information from them every week, and I like to pass it along to you because who knows? Maybe we'll save somebody a lot of money and a lot of aggravation, and uh, there certainly are new ways that they're trying to scam people because some of the old ways people are actually familiar with now. But um, we still have a percentage of the population to get stuck, and it's easy to do so because they have become very, very astute at making people believe some of the things that they say. I still wonder how they sleep nights, but uh, I'll never figure that one out, I'm sure. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. At Pinnell's Auto, we won't put you in a vehicle we wouldn't put our grandchildren in. My way's better. Even the mouthy ones. Need a quality pre-owned vehicle that'll save you thousands over buying new? Trust Pinnell's Auto Sales. Need repair and maintenance done right at a fair price? Trust Pinnell's Auto Center. Clean and simple, our family wants your family to have a dependable ride. That's why we won't put you in a vehicle we wouldn't put our grandchildren in. Grandpa, you're wrong. Even the mouthy ones. On Route 32 in Uncleville, online at PinnellsAuto.com. Pinnell's Auto. Number one in the polls that people are upset about the inflation. It's number one hitting in the pocketbook. I think in the polls it should be higher about the tragedy that's happening at the border. But I think people now have uh, gotten a little apathy about it. But it's such a serious, serious, dangerous problem. The last estimated, and this is probably a low estimate, that over 490,000 people have slipped over the border... And we don't know who they are, what their intentions are, what the drugs were that they brought over, whether they're a gang member or they're a rapist or murderers or a terrorist. That should be pretty high up on the list. Hmm? Don't hear a lot about it on some of the networks, but I do hear a lot about it on Fox News. Ooh, I said that word, huh? And, of course, hundreds more in the slain of police officers. Joseph Santana wanted to be an El Monte police officer just like his stepdad. It was a long journey. He worked in the city's maintenance department for six years. Then he became a sheriff's deputy in San Bernardino County. Finally, he donned a dark blue uniform and a badge in his hometown. He'd been on the job less than a year when he was killed, along with his fellow officer, Captain Michael Parides, in a shootout at a motel on Tuesday. He was a great son, brother, father, and a great husband. Santana's mother, Olga, said at the vigil Saturday, my life will never be the same without my son and his beautiful smile. The mourners of the vigil, who numbered in the hundreds, held candles which shone brightly as night began to fall outside the police department where Santana, 31, and Parides both proudly served. 
The crowd spilled into the street behind the station. Many wore black T-shirts with the officers' names across the back and the words fallen but not forgotten. But you know what was forgotten in this particular story out of Los Angeles? Those officers never should have been killed because the person out should have been in jail. Just another example of uh, soft sentences or no sentences. And the district attorney, if you, uh, I have some names for him, but I won't even mention his name, was not in that position. But it didn't, they didn't mention that in the article. All right, 889-5252. We're getting close to the, uh, the hour of noon. And then, of course, we have our lunchtime oldie break. So I thought I'd uh, play a tune to take you up to the noon hour with 73 degrees right now. This is Mel Carter. Not to get confused with Nell Carter from that television show. This is Mel Carter. Some sail away to Araby And other lands of mystery But all the wonders that they see But till the end of time There'll be a little band of gold To prove that you are mine I've never wanted wealth untold But till the end of much gold is these days. I haven't checked that in a while. That's a band of gold. It was also done by another singer, Don Cherry, years before that. But that was Mel Carter just getting warmed up for our lunchtime oldie break on WICH AM 1310. Let's take a little short break. We'll get to your news in just a moment. And uh, don't forget, we play oldies a little bit different on the lunchtime break. 
You just never know it's going to pop up. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. D.H. Marvin in Colchester is Connecticut's oldest John Deere dealer. They're a family-owned dealer that has been part of the community for over 80 years. Right now, you can join the D.H. Marvin team. They're looking for mechanics for their John Deere outdoor power equipment dealership. Experience a plus. They are willing to train energetic, entry-level people. D.H. Marvin has both full and part-time positions available and offers John Deere training, uniforms, vacation time, medical for full-time, and employee discount. D.H. Marvin is here for you as your John Deere dealer in Colchester. Because we all run together. Apply in person at D.H. Marvin South Main Street, Colchester. They're an equal opportunity employer. D.H. Marvin in Colchester for over 80 years. Join their team today and start a new direction with the D.H. Marvin family in Colchester. Check their website at dhmarvin.com. Yes, there will be a Rose Arts Festival this year in Norwich. I think we had a couple of years off because of that thing called COVID. We'll uh, be learning more about it on WICH. It'll be coming up this month. Personality Radio, 1310 AM in Norwich. We're on FM2 now, 94.5 W233 in Norwich. It's noon. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Steve Kathan. President Biden says a recession is not inevitable. And moments ago, he indicated a decision could be made soon about a temporary waiver on the federal gas tax. I hope I have a decision based on the data I'm looking for by, uh, by the end of the week. After a weekend that saw hundreds of flight cancellations, CBS's Elise Preston says there's federal pressure on airlines and airports to hire more people. The industry has been struggling, receiving tens of billions in federal aid since the start of the pandemic. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg met with airline executives right before the weekend, giving them until the 4th of July weekend to do better or face potential fines. Overseas, a labor dispute could foul up rail travel in a big way. The train not departing for much of anywhere. Britain's bracing for its biggest train strike in 30 years. Have to wait and see. If there's a train, there's a train. If not, they'll have to find other way of getting to work. It's a huge inconvenience to people's lives, isn't it? The union calls it necessary. We want to protect our members' jobs. We want to protect their conditions, and we need a pay rise. 80% of trains will be cancelled Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, with widespread disruption on the days between. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. In Ukraine, a key battle is playing out in a strategic city in the eastern part of the country. CBS's Chris Livesey has spoken to an American who's been part of that fight. He's not revealed his identity, but he says he convinced two other Americans who have been since taken prisoner to come with him. Anything you would say to Andy and, and Alex? I would apologize. Why would you apologize? Because they sort of followed me out here. Yeah, I feel, I definitely feel a bit guilty. We should have taken a um, closer look at more humanitarian options. New developments as controversy swirls around the man who's the focus of criticism over the response to a deadly mass shooting in Texas. The Uvalde City Council will meet tomorrow to consider granting newly elected Councilman Pete Arredondo a leave of absence for meetings. He's the embattled Uvalde School District Police Chief who was elected to the City Council before the Robb Elementary School shooting. He just felt us all and he needs to go. Arredondo has faced sharp criticism 
for his handling of the mass shooting that left 19 children and two teachers dead. Jim Crisola, CBS News. Excessive heat warnings have been issued through midweek in parts of the upper Midwest with high humidity and temperatures rising. It's supposed to hit 100 today in Golden Valley, Minnesota. Always have our hats with us, a lot of sunscreen. Just taking in our short Minnesota summer, cool off at the beach and just relax, really. Milwaukee's investigating two deaths that could be heat-related. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. You can unlock more cash than you realize from your home's equity with a cash-out refinance today. In the last year, average home values have gone up nearly 20%. And with Rocket Mortgage, you can unlock thousands in less than three weeks. But you've got to act right now before rates go up. So when you're looking to unlock the cash in your home, Rocket can. Call 8338-ROCKET today or go to rocketmortgage.com to get started. Rocket. Rates current as a 12-12-21. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. Anomalous consumer access. Not over 3030. Call 800-490-1233 for disclosures and cost information. Parents, it's time to cross off life insurance from your to-do list. With Fabric, protecting your family with great term life insurance is easy, fast, all online and affordable. Fabric's policies start at less than a dollar a day. You could be approved on the spot with no health exam and no risk. Cancel anytime. Stop putting it off. Apply today at meetfabric.com slash future. That's M-E-E-T fabric.com slash future. Fabric insurance agency policies issued by Vantis Life. Not available in New York and Montana. Price is subject to underwriting and health questions. What's old is new again, thanks to skyrocketing gas prices. Carpooling and van pooling, made popular during the 1970s because of long lines for expensive and hard-to-find gas, are making a strong comeback because of today's gas prices. Last year at this time, I think we had four van pools. We're now up to 19. Summer Jones, who oversees Cincinnati's regional carpooling and van pooling program, says not being behind the wheel has its benefits. Saves a ton of money. Their commute's a lot easier, so you can sleep on the way to work. You can get your work done. Stefan Kaufman, CBS News. When Englishman Matt Fitzpatrick won golf's U.S. Open, he also did something only one other golfer has done, winning that event and the U.S. Amateur on the same golf course. He won the amateur event in Brookline, Massachusetts in 2013. Jack Nicholas did it during his career at Pebble Beach in California. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan, double MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. It's time for Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break. Nobody mixes memories like Stu. Here's your musical mix master, Stu Breyer. Three, two, one. Bye-bye. 
embers die No longer can I walk these paths For they have changed I must be on The sun is gone And I think it's gone away Someday we'll never be the same of pigeons I remember sunshine and sell Saturday short. Spanky and our gang. Some great songs in the 60s. Welcome to our lunchtime break. What are you having for lunch today? Hmm? Nice salad and you eat your salads. Remember that? You're going to eat your salad. You're not going to get your dessert. Okay. Just give me a little lettuce. How about uh, an unusual song by a gentleman by the name of Boomer Castleman? who was never heard from again after this particular record. However, it did become pretty popular. It's a song about Judy May. And here's Boomer Castleman. See if you remember this one, A Lost Vinyl. As an only child of 17, it hurt when my mama died. When my daddy got home just a few days later Well, he broke right down and cried But after a year, he up and wed A girl that was half his age Then the family was my daddy and me And Judy May Well, my daddy did a lot of traveling around And before he would say goodbye Care of my new mama, she's the apple of his eye. And as he kissed his brand new wife goodbye, I always used to hear him say, Look after my boy, won't you please now, Judy May? Judy May, oh, she sure had a way of looking after me. Yes, her eyes were sparkling and shining every time Papa got ready to leave. was gone, she tiptoed into my room, she said that she had to talk to me, cause my dad was gonna be home soon, 
She said, you know, I get so lonely and cold when your daddy has gone for days. Oh, what a boy like you could do to Judy May. Well, I told her that I'd never done this before. And then she took my hand and showed me all of the secret things that turn a boy into a man. As I lay there by her side, I heard a noise at the window pane. I think that's just the wind, said Judy May. Judy May, oh, she sure had a way of looking out to me. Yes, her eyes were sparkling and shining every time Papa got her ready to leave. Days later he died The sheriff said my daddy could drive too good To even try to take a turn that wide But thinking back now I begin to wonder To this very day If it was him not the wind that saw me with Judy May If it was him not the wind that saw me with Judy May you say after a song like that that's boomer castleman and his uh, kind of hit called judy may in the meantime here's a friendly song by sam and dave at wich there's no friction here i'm a soul man
them some great songs, didn't they? Sam and Dave, uh, Soul Man. How about another one by Sam and Dave? I want everybody to get up off your feet or off your chair. Something like that. We just want to thank you. I want everybody to get up off your seat and get your arms together and your hands together and give me some of that old soul. Thank you. The other side is called You're Welcome, You're Welcome. Sam and Dave, a couple of gold hits for them on Stu's Lunchtime Oldie Break at WICH, warming up to 74 degrees. Here's a little tearjerker by Connie Francis. Why do you flirt and cast 
Talk to him, Connie. Darling, please don't hurt me. Please don't make me cry. I don't know what I'd do if you'd ever say goodbye. Remember, I love you so much. And love is life's greatest joy. Please don't break my heart like a child breaks a little toy. I'm begging of you Don't break this heart that loves you Don't break this heart of I'm sorry, dear. I didn't hear what you said. I was watching football. Connie Francis, don't break the heart that loves you. Well, I'll throw you right in the panyarol. That's some serious stuff there. For all you youngsters out there, we've got uh, the uh, little down by the station song. It's called the Putt Putt Song. Station early in the morning Met a little girl about as cute as she could be I turned on my charms and told her that I loved her Said that she would always be the number one for me
Just head on down by the station early in the morning. Get yourself a trolley car that goes into the sea. I want a love that's true, sir, not a love like you, sir. You weren't true to one until you won't be true to me. Down by the station early in the morning. See the little buffer bellies all in a row. See the station master pull the little handle. Chug, chug, off they go. Down by the station early in the morning. See the little buffer bellies all in a row. See the station master pull the little handle. Chug, chug, Yeah, we wiped off that vinyl for you. Bet you haven't heard that in a long time. The Four Preps on WICH, our lunchtime oldie break, every day from noon to one. And, of course, on the weekends, you hear the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s like this. I want to walk you home. Let me walk you home. So good to me, ooh. I wish I was a lucky guy who could walk you right on down the aisle. I love the way you walk. I love to hear you talk. I love the way you walk. I love to hear. I'm not trying to break your heart But if I ask you for a date Will you tell me that I'm not too late I want to hold your hand Please let me hold your hand I want to hold your hand Please let me hold your hand So good to me, ooh. I saw you walking all alone. That's why I want to walk you home. So let me walk you home. Please let me walk you home. I want to walk you home. Please let me walk. So good to me, ooh. I saw you walking all alone. That's why I wanna walk you home. That's why I wanna walk you home. That's why I wanna walk. She just got there. Give her a break, huh? The great Fats Domino, Antoine Fats Domino. I wanna walk you home. It's a nice day for a walk, isn't it? Hope you're enjoying the tunes with us. We uh, check in every day, and we can always feel it's a wonderful world, and maybe we can make that happen. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. 
Don't know much about the French I took But I do know that I love you And I know that if you love me too What a wonderful world this would be Don't know much about geography Don't know much trigonometry Don't know much about algebra Don't know what a slide rule is for But I do know what it one is to And if this one could be with you What a wonderful world this would be Now I don't claim to be an A student But I'm trying to be For maybe by being an A student, baby I can win your love for me Don't know much about history Don't know much biology Don't know much about a science book Don't know much about the French I took But I do know that I love you And I know that if you love me too What a wonderful world this would be That was also a big hit for Herman's Hermits, but the original... By Sammy Cook, who also wrote that song, A Wonderful World. 73 degrees, Stu's Lunchtime Oldies, and here's a hypnotic voice for you to listen to. It's the voice of Jim Reeves. Going to let you into his world now. Welcome to my world Won't you come on in Miracles I guess Still happen now and then Step into my heart
waiting just for you. Welcome to my world. I'm sure he's uh, very congenial when you get into his world there. Jim Reeves on WICH had another tremendous hit called, uh, as you probably know, He'll Have to Go. That was his biggest hit. All right, let's change the pace a little bit. You know, some parts around the country are having big heat waves. Hasn't hit us yet. Right now it's 73 degrees, but in other places in the country, we got some hot stuff, baby. Donna Summers, known as the queen of disco in her day. All right, do we still have those strobe lights? Are they working? All right. Just need a couple of bulbs. We'll be all set. All right, Donna, look in the mirror. What do you see?
come on over. I've got some jalapeno peppers. Sun is summer. Tomorrow is the first day of summer. All right, we need to cool things down a little bit, huh? It's cold as ice, but you still melt my heart. And that's for you, man. There you go. How many of you out there? All right, that's enough. That's enough. How many of you up there are from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? We have any folks from Pennsylvania? Just raise your hand. Did you ever see the uh, comedians that come on stage? Uh, anybody from... John Street in Seattle. Yay! Everybody always applauds that. Well, I'm looking for Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania right now. You know, there's actually a song about Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Let me tell you about the uh, number one sandwich in Pennsylvania. 
You give up? Cheese steak. Who would have thought steak sliced so thin could create a divide so wide? But the Pats against Geno's rivalry, the city of brotherly love, have debates about it. Provolone or cheese whiz? And wit or without onions? Anyway, cheesesteak is the most popular sandwich in Pennsylvania. Just in case you ever got on Jeopardy, you'll have the answer for that one. Here's the only song I know about Pittsburgh in Pennsylvania. There's a pawn shop on a corner in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I walk up and down neath the clock. By the pawn shop on a corner in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But I ain't got a thing left to hock. She was peaches, she was honey, and she cost me all my money. Cause the world round the town was her dream. Was her dream. Took her dancing, took her dining, till her blue eyes were shining with the sights that they never had seen. Never seen. If you should run into a golden-haired angel and ask her tonight for a date. She'll tell you somewhere There's a rich millionaire Who is calling again about eight There's a pawn shop on a corner In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania And I've just gotta get five or ten Five or ten From the pawn shop on a corner In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Gotta be with my angel She was honey and she cost me all my money Cause the world round the town was her dream Was her dream Took her dancing, took her dining Till her blue eyes were shining With the sights that they never had seen If you should run into a golden-haired angel And ask her tonight for a date Tell you somewhere there's a rich millionaire who is calling again about eight. There's a pawn shop on a corner in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I've just gotta get five or ten. Five or ten from the pawn shop on a corner in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Gotta be with my was the king of rockabilly in the 50s. Guy Mitchell, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's your song there. Stu's Lunchtime Oldies. Tomorrow's the first day of summer. Pardon the pun, but let's get you warmed up for it. In the summertime, when all the trees and leaves are green, and the red bird sings, I'll be blue Cause you don't want my love 
Some other time, that's what you say when I want you Then you laugh at me and make me cry Cause you don't want my love You don't seem to care a thing about me You'd rather live without me than have my arms around you When the nights are cold and you're so all alone In the summertime when all the trees and leaves are green And the red bird sings I'll be blue Cause you don't want my love Upon a time you used to smile and wave to me And walk with me but now you don't Cause you don't want my love Some other guy is taking up all your time Now you don't have any time for me Cause you don't want my love You don't seem to care a thing about me You'd rather live without me than have my arms around you When the nights are cold and you're so alone In the summertime when all the trees and leaves are green And the red bird sings I'll be blue Cause you don't want my love In the summertime when all the trees and leaves are green And the red bird sings I'll be blue Cause you don't want my love In the summertime, in the summertime When all the green In the summertime, I'll be blue all the time Cause you don't want my love Song written by Roger Miller And Andy Williams got a hold of it And made it a uh, pretty big hit In the summertime When all the leaves are green And other lines like that How about a wild song On Stu's Lunchtime Oldie Show
So what do you think? What year was that uh, a big hit? Guess, well, if you said this... 1960. You would have been correct. It's Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break, only on WICH AM 1310. There's been some strange songs recorded through the years, and some of them have become blockbuster hits. Sometimes we wonder, how did that happen? Here's one of them now by Mac and Katie Kassoon. Chirpy, chirpy, cheep, cheep. The bird's at my window now. first heard that song, I said, oh, they laid an egg with that one, but it became a top ten hits. You can't uh, knock success there, huh? Herman's Hermits. Peter was just 17 years old when he's recorded this with the Hermits. Every time I see you looking my way Baby, baby, can't you hear my heartbeat In the park or walking down the highway 
about eight top ten hits in a row, huh? Not too bad. Stu's Lunchtime Oldies. People say, whatever happened to the Deupers? Do you remember the Deupers? Well, nothing has happened to the Deupers, but they remembered for this one. Hey, there goes one. Hey, you shot my cow. It's the second week of deer camp. Oh, dear. It's the second week of deer camp, I got a swollen head I'm lying with the dust balls underneath my bed And icy breezes blowing in through the tongue and groove My pants are frozen to the floor and I'm too sick to move I didn't drink too many, only 30 cans of beer It must have been that last shot that put me under here It's the second week of deer camp and all the guys are here We drink, play cards and shoot the bull but never shoot no deer The only time we leave the camp is when we go for beer The second week of deer camp is the greatest time of year I remember playing poker, that weasel must have won He's wearing mine with swampers and sleeping with my gun He's snoring like a chainsaw, the camp smells like a dump And someone's dirty underwear is hanging on the pump Buckles in the wood box, cleaners passed out on the stove His flannel shirt is smoking, I wonder if he knows It's the second week of deer camp and all the guys are here We drink, play cards and shoot the bull but never shoot no deer The only time we leave the camp is when we go for beer The second week of deer camp is the greatest time of year Beetle's crawling through the door, I think he got frostbite He passed out in the outhouse, and he'd been there since last night Goofa stumbles through the door, he says he got a buck He was coming from the wayside, and he killed it with his truck And Musty cracks a beer and says, it's time to celebrate Goofus got the first buck since 1968 It's the second week of deer camp and all the guys are here 
We drink play cards and shoot the bull, but never shoot no deer. The only time we leave the camp is when we go for beer. The second week of deer camp is the greatest time of year. It's the second week of deer camp, and all the guys are here. We drink play cards and shoot the bull, but never shoot no deer. Don't miss your chance to experience Rose Arts, New England's largest free music festival. Find your fun at the Rose Arts Festival in Norwich on Saturday, June 25th. With 14 hours of live music, food trucks, beer and wine garden, artisan vendors, model trains, snoop ball, and more. Spend the day in Chelsea Parade Park and then head to historic downtown Norwich after dark. Featuring a mix of national, regional, and local original music artists, don't miss this year's co-headliners. Dust Bowl Revival brings Americana Roots music all the way from California, and The Suffers bring soul, funk, and R&B all the way from Houston, Texas. Go to www.roseartsfestival.com or find us on social media for schedules and details. This event is made possible by the generosity of the Edward and Mary Lord Foundation. See you at Rose Arts on Saturday, June 25th for music, art, and more. Yay, the Rose Arts is back. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Things are kind of getting a little normal. Whatever normal is, I don't know. This is Bill Doggett's Honky Tonk Part 1. your number one local connection, Personality Radio, 1310 AM, WICH Norwich, 94.5 W233 DB in Norwich. Jimmy Fowler with his talk show at 205, 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Fabric Life Insurance. I'm Steve Kathan. As inflation and high gas prices dominate the discussion just about everywhere, there are new comments from President Biden. For months, the administration has been weighing a temporary waiver of the 18.3 cent per gallon federal gas tax. President Biden says a final call could come soon. Well, I hope I have a decision based on data I'm looking for by, uh, by the end of the week. He confirmed his team is also looking at sending out gas rebate cards to taxpayers. As he spoke to reporters on the beach in Rehoboth, Delaware, the president said he also spoke with economist Larry Summers, who says he sees a recession ahead. The president disagrees. There's nothing inevitable about a recession. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Well, driving's more expensive, so is flying. CBS's Tom Foti says it was a weekend where tens of thousands saw their flights canceled or delayed for hours. They didn't tell him why it was canceled, but they canceled. 
canceled everybody's flight. The weather has been a bit of a factor, but airlines say staffing shortages have been the much bigger ones. The airlines are running pretty much bare bones. Aviation expert Douglas Moss. They don't have adequate backups. They don't have adequate reserves. And United's CEO says he'd like to schedule more flights, but with a shortage of air traffic controllers, the system, he says, couldn't handle it. It's a hot one today in the nation's midsection. People from Nebraska to northern Minnesota will suffer through record heat today. It's predicted to be 100 degrees in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. It will also be near 100 in Fargo, North Dakota, where Scott Fry recently suffered heat stroke while working outside. I just try to stay as hydrated as you can, try to stay as cool as you can, keep that heat off you a little bit. Record heat will spread to the East Coast by midweek. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Well, the House panel investigating the Capitol attack holds two hearings this week. CBS's Elise Preston says the focus will be on state officials who were pressured to overturn 2020 election votes. Tuesday's hearing featuring testimony from Arizona House Speaker Rusty Bowers, who says President Trump asked him to change the state's law to choose different electors. And Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger will testify he was pressured in a phone call to find more votes. I just want to find... Uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more that we have. The Prime Minister's office in Israel says the ruling government coalition will be disbanded and new elections will be held, the fifth round of voting in three years. Dartmouth College is pulling all federal and institutional loans from its undergraduate financial aid packages and replacing them with scholarship grants. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Fabric. Parents, cross off life insurance from your to-do list today with affordable term life insurance from Fabric. Apply now risk-free at meetfabric.com slash future. Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right. And when they're wrong, it's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 800-401-6681. Reputation Defender is one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you, too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results, where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take control with Reputation Defender. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 800-401-6681 for free advice on your situation. That's 800-401-6681. An Australian environmental group says moves to rid plastic from oceans are having an impact. A new Australian study has found efforts to minimise our waste reduction habits are working. So we know that economic incentives work. Bins that are close and convenient for people really does work. Researcher Denise Hardesty, who says the policies have led to about 29% less plastic being found in the ocean compared with the same amount nearly 10 years ago. Moves to refund some refuse also help. Scott Maiman for CBS News, Brisbane, Australia. Well, a Japanese court has ruled that country's ban on same-sex marriage does not violate the Constitution, and it rejected demands for compensation by three couples who said their right to marriage equality had been violated. The ruling is the second decision on the issue, and it runs counter to what a separate court found earlier. Steve Kathan, CBS News.
If you owe the IRS back taxes, then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands, and nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results, having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Thing goes hour with Stu Breyer. Howdy, partners. Welcome back to our program. A little bit of everything this hour music, dancing, humor, seriousness, and your telephone calls. All right, wrap it up there. Here you go. Nice wrapper. 889-5252 at the 860 in case you're calling from Peru or somewhere. We now get all over the country, and some people say we get all over the world. Um, that's okay. 860-889-5252 on WICH. We can talk about world news, national news, local news. What's new on your street? What was the best advice your dad ever gave you? I know Sunday was Father's Day, but... I don't think I've asked that one in years. The best advice that your dad ever gave you. Or was it your mom giving most of the advice? Hmm? Think about that for a minute. In the meantime, we have uh, this holiday, Juneteenth today. And we have telephone calls at 889-5252. Welcome to the program. Hi there. Okay. Hello, Helen. Turn the radio down, Helen, yes, please. Helen. Thank you so much, my dear. Okay. Oh, Helen. Oh, you're going to turn it the other way. Yes, it's, uh, I can't. Stop the whistle. I was just whistling at you. I, <laughs> okay. I was flirting. Okay, I'm not laughing. My friend, my veterinarian, Dr. Uh, Michael Conway, died. And uh, we've been seeing him when he was dying. My sister, my daughter didn't want to go see after. She said, no, mom, I cannot see him dead. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, my doctor, Dr. Dab dude, he's, he died. I'm sorry. I, I did have an appointment with him. Oh, oh I heard that and, uh, and the mess yesterday. Helen, could you turn your radio off so I can hear you? I'll wait for you. Okay? Well, uh, it's okay now? Oh, it's off. Good. Yes. Yes, okay. it is. All right. I see I lost two men who was wonderful. Yeah, two doctors. Yeah, yeah Dr. Michael Conway and my veterinarian in Wistily and Dr. my doctor, Dr. George Dabdur. He just died, you know. I'm, I'm so... 
so I'm so broken hearted. Did he die suddenly? I mean, you had an appointment with him. Yes, mm. but I did have an appointment before, and my daughter called and said uh, she not be able to, she cannot be able to bring me. So we schedule mm-hmm. again, yeah. and I was going to go in the, the office. Call me. I forget when because I forget quite a bit. It's uh, tough. It's uh, tough when you get used to a doctor when you lose them. Yes, it's tough. yes. Yeah. And uh, Michael Cadwell was a good friend of mine too. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! So anyway, so it's it. Not good. And they're all younger than me. Yeah, there's no. You know, people say, "Oh, at this age or that age, you just never know." You, you yeah. get get all the as much gust as you can out of things, huh? No, yes, you're right. And I never forget where the last time, the last time we was Doctor Dabdul, my daughter coming with me inside the room, and she said, "Well, my mother is, is uh, she's old." He looked at her and he, he said, "Your mother is not old." Yeah. He didn't want. That's right. He didn't want you that. He was a sweetheart. You don't oh, stereotype people. You're right. He's yes. right. Yeah. And I don't want to talk about uh, politics. That's fine. Because uh, I'm not uh, a Republican and I'm not uh, uh, the, other, the other one. I'm for the people. I'm for the, the man or the woman who help the middle class and the poor people. So the the rest, but I'm going to vote, you know, yeah. in November. I'm glad you vote. That's good. That's a good oh, thing. Oh, yes, I'm going to vote mm-hmm. in November. You know, I'm more an American than an American. I'm going to tell you why. Because even if I didn't like you and you my neighbor, I would not dump the garbage in your yard. If people say what they do, they pass through, they dump in the yard here and here. Mm. Keep America beautiful, come on. Yeah, that's very no, rude, yeah. Do not burn the flag. Oh, my God. You burn the flag in one country, uh, oh, you you in trouble. No, I would never burn the flag. I don't believe that, yeah. So, anyway, so it's it. So, we have a beautiful day today, but I'm so stressed. I know. I'm sorry yeah. about the upsetting news. Maybe you could just get outside and get a little fresh air today? Yes, my my daughter says she's coming. Oh, good, good. Yes. Good thank I have a good daughter. And a good son. And Very good. good son, yes. You must have done something right, huh? Uh, well, uh, I was very disciplined with them. Well, they, they're they wild about you, and they seem like decent people. But I will die for my children. But, so, but I was very disciplined with them, like my father. But my fa- I know my father did love me. And when we've been in France, my my son been in France before us. He was state police, and uh, <laughs> I guess uh, he didn't speak French. So, my, my son don't want to. Sounds like <laughs> you're in traffic now. I hear all this traffic. I know, mm-hmm. and uh, whatever. And uh, but when my daughter and I we came with my granddaughter, my grandson was not born. Oh, my father was so happy. Mm-hmm. So I said to my father, Daddy, they are told my children, huh? And he shook his head because he could not talk. He did have a stroke. Oh, okay. Yes, and he was playing with my granddaughter. Well, you have a... I will always keep that in my mind, you know. Keep good things in your mind and try to have a lovely day. And say hi to your great daughter. I'm sorry I didn't get to talk with her. I know. I know. Okay. 
I'll let you go. All right, dear. Bye now. Thank you. I've got the list of the top 50 sandwiches in the country. I'm not going to read all of them to you because, you know, some of them could be boring. (laughs) But you may be surprised at others. Not surprised that uh, in Maine the top sandwich is a lobster roll. Did you ever see some places have lobster rolls for 30 bucks? Holy cow. Good grief. No, not cow, but lobster. Indiana, the top sandwich is pork tenderloin. They all differ from state to state. Crab cakes is number one in Maryland. That's not considered a sandwich, though, is it? Crab cake sandwich? How about Minnesota is a walleye? Minneapolis has its Juicy Lucy, a cheeseburger with the cheese inside the meat patty instead of on top. But people fry up this freshwater fish all over the land of 10,000 lakes. Crisp lettuce, tangy tartar sauce, lemon wedges, not to mention cold beer, are optional requirements. <laughs> it's called a wall walleye. And one more in Mississippi. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. I was so proud when I could spell that. Don't let the name deter you. A slug burger, it's a slug, was once slang for a nickel, which is what these burgers originally cost. Yeah, the patties consist partly or entirely of extenders such as flour or beans, dating back to a Depression-era need to stretch limited supplies of ground beef. So that's a slug burger when you're in Mississippi. Have a slug. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, you're on. Hi there. Good afternoon, Stu Breyer. Yes, Marvin. That was some weird sounds coming over my phone. I don't know why. Yeah, I got them, too. We shared a weird sound or two here. Well, we're out here in Voluntown. We had to do a couple of errands, and you're talking about sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So my favorite sandwich is Delia's Meatball Grinder, Franklin Street. You can't beat it. End of story. <laughs> okay. They're having a and good then, day. Yes. And then if you can't do that, you can go to Vox <clears throat> up on West Main Street for the Italian. And that's super duper. And uh, so we're in Voluntown. We're going to stop here. I think we're going to stop in Plainfield at a uh, grinder shop. I don't know the name of it, but we're we're in Plainfield. We're going to stop up here and and uh, have some lunch. There you go. Good. Good variety. And we're listening to Stu Breyer. You know what? You're coming in loud and clear. Oh, I like to hear that for sure. No, you're you're coming in loud and clear up here. Well, thanks, Marv. Enjoy your uh, little treat and say hi to my friends in Voluntown. It's grinder time. Let me tell you what. What? There's nothing like a good grinder. And, and you know what? You go around the rest of the country, and uh, nobody knows what a grinder is. <laughs> I don't know how we got that name. There were submarines, and uh, what did they have in New York? Uh, forget. Hoagies. Hoagies, yeah. and uh, yeah. Well, All right, buddy. Thank you. See ya. Whatever you call it, as long as it's delicious. Welcome to the program. Oh, I see. Hi, Susan. Uh, don't forget torpedoes. I heard of that one, too. Yeah, what's the one in New York? I forget. Uh, anyway. Oh, uh, I don't know. Well, speaking of New York, I was just going to mention that. Mm-hmm. You know, on Sunday morning, I heard um, in New York City, 
they always have the fires in their buildings, right? Well, this one took the cake. It, on the bottom floor, there are restaurants, apartments, but I guess there's some kind of retail on the bottom floor going on. They had 200 lithium batteries stored on the bottom floor in that shop. I don't know why. And they caught fire. And then the building burned down. Ooh. That is what. That is why you know that when they have problems with the fires in the electric cars, you got to keep them away from your garage and your house because they're dangerous. And I just don't see how this is all going to work out. I, I really, really don't uh, on this electric stuff. Now, I uh, on the internet there was somebody. A young guy lived up in New Hampshire where they get regular amounts of snow. And he has a, he's got solar panels on the ground, sticking up out of the ground <clears throat> around his house. And he said, oh, yeah, it's fine. I have to go out with my, you know, plow a path to them and dust, uh, you know, clean off the snow off the solar panels. So he could get, you know, the sun on him. And I'm like, well, that's dumb. Yeah, what does happen when you're in a part of the country where you get tons and tons of snow, like up there in um, New Hampshire, Vermont, and Maine? Like, these environmentalist people, they think they know it all, and they really don't. There was actually a real estate guy on advertising up in New Hampshire, okay, because my friend goes up there, so we, we kind of snoop around on the Internet and see what's up there, right? And the guy said, oh, come on up, in 10 years, um, they're saying that uh, climate, uh, whatever is saying, that it'll be as warm up here as down in Florida. Mm. Really? In 10 years in New Hampshire, it's going to be... A, I mean, this is what these people think. They're crazy. I don't know. I'm, uh, if I was a psychic, I'd tell you for sure, but I don't well, know. Well, you know what else? Remember, I I, uh, I challenge anybody to go get that Forbes uh, June and July magazine where um, they're, they're talking about $8 gas in it. One of the companies... Um, rich billionaires are doing this to us, okay? They're already billionaires, and they're making money. They're off of their high gas. It's like they might be an oil billionaire or whatever. They're making money off of the high gasoline and, and the high oil prices, and then they're putting it as venture capital into a new enterprise. A guy in Wyoming, a billionaire, took 100,000 acres, and he's going to put 700 wind turbines. 100,000 acres for measly 700 wind turbines, really? And he got permit. I told you, he got permits to kill eagles. Mm -hmm. I mean... I'm surprised that happened. It's not, and they're going through a sage-grouse territory and all kinds of stuff. They're not being environmentally friendly. So... All right, Susan, don't get irritated. i got to run, though. Oh, well, I love the land, mm -hmm. and anyone who has ever lived on a farm where you need the land to make your living... I understand. You know? Thank you. It, okay. Go. 
Oh, welcome to the welcome to the dial tone. All right, give us a call back eight eight nine five two five two, and you would be on immediately. You would be next. And let's take this before I give you the weather and stuff. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Stu. Did you know you were talking about the bees today? Sure, I know. I did it. B B B. I was talking about the bees and the Better Business Bureau. Mm-hmm. There you go. All bees. So it was just a thought. Um, my favorite uh, salmon sandwich or club um, is pastrami on marble rye bread. Okay, that's a nice sandwich. It is locally, uh, pretty much um, lobster roll, which probably uh, not too many. People can afford, but there was a place downtown Norwich across from Chelsea Bank, and I believe, and I can't remember the restaurant, but uh, when I was playing softball, they sponsored us. I can't remember it, if somebody can call in, but they had great lobster rolls. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Maybe somebody. Buttery, um, really good. Um, it used to be downtown Norwich, as I remember. Could have been Levy's or one of those places. Um, was it Levy's? Or not. Uh, Levy's? I'm not sure. I don't know, but it sounds it good anyway. Irish. All right. Thank you for calling. Appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. How are you? Is this open topic? Oh, it's Miss M from Massachusetts. Yes. M and M. Yes. What's up, my dear? Well, I want to do a commentary on. Well, Thursday night at ten o'clock, they had the new episodes of Impractical Jokers on. At ten o'clock on True TV. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of us this get is, True TV. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. It is in poor taste. It's in poor taste. I was shocked. I was disappointed. As a big fan of theirs, it's it's trying to be an SNL wannabe. Mm-hmm. And the the what they're going to do every week it's it's going to be jokes about male privates, uh, jokes about bodily fluids, uh, vi- violence. Um, it's it's pretty in bad taste. Yeah, I wouldn't watch it. And when it, they were out in public with the doing the candy camera skit, it was in good taste. It was more it, whenever they did material like that, it was like more tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. This is more in your face where they try to do this stuff as a running gag. And. Um, the first part was when the guest star, Julian Bell, ransacked her fitting, uh, dressing room as if she had the time of her month. It was stupid. Well, you, got, you, can, you can always change that channel, my dear. I, but I still like them. That's the problem. Oh, I see. Okay. And the second skit was when they were taking cups of clam chowder holding it in their mouth mm-hmm. and trying to make themselves look like they were sick in a doctor's office. 
which was stupid. Yeah. And then the third skit was when Sel Volcano was playing the part of a, a guy in therapy whose wife complained because of the guy's size of its pri- his privates, mm-hmm. and they were having some uh, the people kick him in the butt as a joke. I thought the whole 30 minutes was in poor taste. But you stayed the and other, watched it for 30 the minutes. 30, mm-hmm. The other 30 minutes, mm-hmm. they had an interview with the producer of the show and two of the regulars. I also want to say that Joe Gatto is not on the show anymore. And that's, I think, one of the reasons was he must have had a falling out. He must have told them mm-hmm. that all these ideas are bad ideas, and he must have left the show. Because his daughter watches the show. Well, I, I don't watch now, it. I don't even now have true TV. I during have the interview. Fake TV. Yes. Was when um, James Murray said the stupidest thing I ever heard. When asked about w- w- during the times these men were barefooted on the show, which one of the reasons I didn't mind the show. And he said, well, it's very indecent of people going barefoot, and it's terrible, and it's rude, and all this kind of stuff. And here are these guys making jokes about the male anatomy. That's what I don't understand, because people don't get arrested for going barefoot or wearing sandals out in public for decent exposure. It's kind of like a double standard there. Maybe he has a toe fetish. And also, Brian Quinn was asked, would you go barefoot for a girl? And in the past, if somebody asked him a dirty question, he used to say, oh, no, I won't say this, I won't say that, and he'd lose the challenge of the show. So when is that show on again so you don't miss it? It's on 10 o'clock at, at Thursday night Thursday on TV, but they also play during the day reruns of them when they did the candid camera type of show. Okay, I, I gotta run, Miss M, but you know. Uh, okay, pre- I'd have to call you later and tell you All more right. of this then. Alright, and thanks for the call from Massachusetts. Okay, bye. See ya. Hi, WICH, good afternoon. Hey, Voice of Reason here. Hey, Voice of Reason, are you in Ocean Beach? I shall be, but I want to let all your listeners know that today is Monday. <laughs> we Ocean know that. Hmm? Free admission after five. Okay. Antique car show. Oh, antique car show today. Great. Music from the 50s and the 60s. $2 from Miniature Golf. Mm. Special price for children on the 22 rides. They can ride from 5 until 8 o'clock, I think, for about $9.99. Walk the boardwalk, get some exercise. The Olympic pool will be open. Beach volleyball, if you like to watch uh, the people running around their bathing suits playing volleyball. And uh, the Ferris wheel. Last week, when you were enjoying your ice cream and blizzards, mm-hmm. we were down there having our 62nd high school reunion. And we think we set a Guinness record uh, on the Ferris wheel. We had the oldest participants. No kidding. Riding, riding the Ferris wheel between ages 79 and 80. Your class reunion was on the Ferris wheel. Well, right. that was part of it. That was the surprise. Mm-hmm. How about... No, that was in, it was in the pilot house. Did you get in the Ferris wheel? Absolutely, yes. Okay. Great views, too. I put some of them on Facebook. Great views on the Ferris wheel of uh, 
the sound, the pool, uh, the beach itself, and it was just a fun time. But uh, <clears throat> I heard you're going to try to have a second ice cream uh, up at the uh, Dairy Queen. Dairy so we'll try to make that one. Yeah, Dairy Queen said they would really like to do it more than once, so we'll see what happens. We'll try to do that, uh, so. All right, look forward to it. All right, hope to see some of the uh, listeners down at Ocean Beach tonight. So, are you the um, the spokesperson for Ocean Beach, or? Well, I help them out a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And what capacity? Uh, besides spreading the word, which is nice. Unofficial. We're down there every day walking. Mm-hmm. It's good exercise. So we've got a a season pass. A Friday night. In fact, it reminded me. I sent a note up to W I L I. It reminded me Friday night they had a group in. Uh, that were uh, singing Beach Boy songs. And it reminded me that my wife and I won tickets back in December, oh, yeah. which was our anniversary, and I was I sent a note up uh, to the lady at uh, up in Willimantic to see whether or not uh, they were going to uh, have them in again so we could try to go and hear their concert. That would be wonderful. I know they had to cancel a couple. Right. All right, my have friend. Good, have a good Father's Day. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Yeah, we had a great weekend. Well, keep up the good work, Stu. All right. Enjoy the day. Thank you. Hello, WICH. You're on. Hey, Stu. Hey, Joey. Yeah, you know, Marvin, he's funny, but this morning, Kevin referred to Delilius. It's Delilius, but they do make a great uh, meatball and Italian sausage grinder. Mm-hmm. The hoagie was incorporated in Philadelphia. It was actually in Chester, and that was an Italian Equivalent to an Italian grinder. I'm telling you, they, they blow these grinders, these Italian grinders up here out of the water. I mean, they're really loaded, and there's more variety in it. But uh, the crab cakes, Maryland's the crab capital of the world, Chesapeake Bay, I mean, for blue shell crabs. But what happens is the crabs, at a point, they turn their shells, and they get soft shells. You can actually, and they fry them up, and the, the shell's so thin, you could, you could just bite right through it. Ooh. And I was down in Westbrook one time, and I had a crab sandwich, and it's a soft-shell crab on a sandwich with tartar sauce, whatever you like on it. But mm-hmm. the, and the crab cakes, they're out of this world. You can make a sandwich just like a hamburger. They, where they patty them up, and you can fry them up, and then you put them on bread and make a sandwich. All right. So I gave it a scoop. Yeah, people say, oh, what a crab cake sandwich. Absolutely. Crab is... Unbelievable in Maryland and Virginia, all down out of Delaware. I mean, beautiful crabs. Still, I'll take crab over lobster any day. It's it's a sweeter meat. It's just delicious. If you gotta like it, but I'll tell you what, it's the best. And uh, that's the deal, man. A soft shell sandwich, crab, blue shell crab. Okay, from Joey's Diner. You got it, my man. Hey, you have a good afternoon. It's a lovely day to take that walk there, bro. All right, will do. Thank you. All right. And now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here's our WICH weather from meteorologist Scott Haney in the Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast Center. Sunny, warmer eventually, high about 78. Tonight, mainly clear to partly cloudy, not as cool, 55. Tuesday, the first day of summer, partly to mostly cloudy, chance for a shower late in the day, 78. Wednesday, mostly cloudy, showers throughout the day, high 73. It is what it is. 74 degrees, checking my Stu Doppler window. Yeah, it's, it's sunny. <laughs> my window is so accurate, it's absolutely incredible. Mm. It's hard to get those windows, you know. I sent in seven box tops, and uh, the Weather Channel sent me the Stu Doppler window. Here's some real-life stories. 
My sentimental hoarding resulted in countless envelopes stuffed with playbills, flyers, ticket stubs, wedding invitations, graduation announcements, holiday and birthday cards. I placed all the contents on a scanner and laid coordinating decorative paper over them for a background, then uploaded the scans to a folder titled Paula's Scrapbook. It felt great to clear so many excess papers and create a beautiful craft project of memories to share on my computer. So if you're doing some hoarding, uh, maybe you could make it a little bit more attractive. Here's another one. I raised nine boys on a farm. It was their job to bring their laundry downstairs. I spent a lot of time turning socks, underwear, and shirts right side out. So I stopped and just folded everything as it came out of the dryer. I never noticed the boys wearing their socks or shirts inside out. The underwear, I don't really know. See what people do to get a little creative. Hmm? There's someone that says, We replaced rice with cauliflower rice. There's not much of a difference in taste, and it seasons well, cooks in minutes, and is a vegetable instead of empty carbs. Hmm. Another person wrote in, I eat my dessert first. I am 95 years old. You can do whatever you want when you're 95. Here's another true story, allegedly. (laughs) This is a writer from Pennsylvania, Barbie Bosco. I've worked at an amusement park, and when another barber joined the team, I changed my name tag from Barb to Barbie. It was funny to see how small kids related to me differently. Is she really Barbie? They would ask. I changed it at my other job, too, and began answering the phone. This is Barbie. How can I help you? 90% of callers now respond with my name, Barbie. Can you tell me pronouncing that long E sound forces your mouth into a smile? But I found the smile is usually returned voluntarily. So if you want to get some smiles, change your name to Barbie. On the Barbie Breyer Show, let's take this call. Welcome to the program. Hi, good afternoon. Okay. We could have a one-way conversation, and which will be good because that way I'll get the last word in. If you'd like to actually talk, the number is 889-5252. We'll get you through. We'll have a little bit of a conversation. Rose Arts, in partnership with Burns Insurance, is adding some fun to your run. Join us Saturday, June 25th for the Rose Arts 5K and 10K races. What makes our race so special? A $200 cash prize will be awarded to one random runner from each race. For those with a competitive edge, we have artist-designed medals up for grabs to go along with your bragging rights. Community matters to Rose Arts. Walkers are welcome in the 5K, and 50% of the proceeds from the Rose Art races go to the Larry Pontbriant Athletic Safety Fund. This fund, in honor of Larry, purchases on-site AEDs for schools and athletic fields and encourages CPR training. Go to roseartsfestival.com and click More to register. See you at Rose Arts on June 25th for music, art, and more. Rose Arts Festival is presented by the Edward and Mary Lord Foundation. 
Hi, this is Nick Kaplinson of Dime Bank. Are you planning on adding to or building the home you've always dreamed of? Dime Bank is one of the few local lenders to offer construction loans, and our residential lending team can help you keep costs down as your walls go up. So if you have the perfect blueprint, we have the perfect loan. It's your home, your bank, your dime. Dime Bank Community Banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, 493990. Stewart's with you, WICH. Don't forget, Danny O'Brien in the morning. You're on the air. Welcome. The mayor here. Hello, Mayor of uh, Norwich and Quinnipiac. Hi, Bob. Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, well, I believe you were talking to Jeff down there at Ocean Beach. Um, that was a, ma- a voice of reason, he calls himself, but uh, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. One of these days, I'm going to get down there. I just I don't really go out after like say four or five o'clock in the afternoon unless I really have to. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't live far from New London either. But well, I see the road construction on I-95 mm-hmm. is getting a little bit better going into New London, and there's still some backup on I-95 going northbound. That's been going on for a little while in the app. Well, whatever you feel and comfortable with, that's all that counts. It's construction on Route 2 just after you come off of I-95. And construction just about everywhere you go. Uh, I mean, Westerly, Stonington, Mystic, New London, Norwich. Just by, you know, they're really fixing up the roads. Uh, just have to bear and grin it. Yep. And, and uh, thanks for the traffic report. Yeah, there you go. I, and I guess you've been, you can call that the birds and the bees of radio. The birds and the bees of radio. Well, <laughs> I maybe, heard you earlier on that one. Maybe we should have a discussion on the birds and the bees on this show. That's quite a that's quite a story there. Yeah. <laughs> I really, you know, I like those little stories that we just seem to all find, you know, to talk about, like, you know, just out of the blue somewhere. Yeah, we can all relate. Everybody has a strange little story now and then we can relate to. Yeah, I mean, I've even seen some little buggeroos around, you know, but really don't want to let those things get to us. No, don't. They want to get to us very closely, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, you know, seeing some uh, little things on the rip, on TV, even you know, that's just like mm, think twice about look, you know, I'll, I'll watch and listen to just about anything. Like I listened to the Jerry in the afternoon there on or Jimmy on your afternoon programming. Oh, Jimmy Fowler, yeah, like, he's funny. Mm-hmm. I can listen, but my sister says, ah, oh, he's squawking, isn't he? Don't you have any music to play? I'll say, oh, well, they don't play music afternoons at WICH. Well, you tell her to listen in the evening and all day on uh, the weekends we play 60s and 70s music. Great grooves, too. Yes, sir. Thank you, Bob. Yeah. Well, you take care, Sue. You too, thank you. Hello, yeah. welcome to the program. Hi. How we doing, Stu? We're doing all right there, buddy. Hey, talking about food. Food. Um, when the Mohegan Sun Casino first opened up, for about five to ten years, uh, if you came in through the winter entrance, 
and you went down the escalators and you made a shop right, they had a food court there. Mm-hmm. And what they had was they had a grinder shop, uh, fried chicken. They had uh, Chinese food, salads, and a pastry shop that was unbelievable. If you can imagine the stuff they made down there. Oh, certainly I can imagine it, yes. Well, everybody would go to the grinder shop because you would get like a half a grinder roll and everybody would get lobster uh, grinders. And, of course, they pay with their point, points off their card. Mm-hmm. And some of them had $3,000 lobster rolls, you know, and stuff like that because that's how much they lost. <laughs> but uh, they stuffed them and you brought them home. You could actually take two hot dog buns and make two sandwiches out of them. But they stopped doing it down there for some reason. I don't know. I think uh, Bobby Flay and uh, uh, that pizzeria from New Haven came in, and they kind of uh, sold sold the area. They made money off, off renting the zones right yeah, there. Yeah, you know, <laughs> things change, and they have different variations and what have you. I go to a place, I'm going to put a plug in for a place called Lori's uh, Bake Shop in Norristown. Oh, yeah, Lori, she's a great gal. Mm-hmm. She used to own Jackie's Bake Shop down in the city of Norwich. Yep, I know, I remember that. And she makes some good food there, I'll tell you. Um, but the best hot dogs I ever had in Norwich, and I know you remember this place, Lums, remember that? I didn't know you had Lums in Norwich. I know they were in uh, Westerly, Rhode Island for a while, many, many they, years ago. They had a Lums on uh, West Main Street. Mm-hmm. Next to where the Little Caesars Pizza and across from the Friendlies place is, yeah, and still... then a place they had the uh, of course the hot dogs were steamed in beer, mm. but when you ordered a beer they gave you a mug that had a tall little skinny neck and a big barrel you know twelve ounce barrel of beer. Um, but I thought that that was good because uh, we don't have too many restaurants. Everything's fast food now, you know. You got a lot of them downtown. So there's a lot of restaurants downtown. Oh yes, there are. Yes, mm-hmm. there are. Okay. Uh, I've been to Fire and Ice. That's a. Uh, I'm not. One, I'm not one for sushi. I don't eat much sushi. Oh, well, if you're a new sushi, they, like, they have yeah. some good Oriental food down there. Oh yeah, a lot of variety. Um, I don't like Jamaican food. I I got uh, it didn't settle in my system too good one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had oxtails and stuff like that. And, well, uh, that's um, oxtails, right. <laughs> it was a little too much for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, everything's fast food now, and uh, I don't go to McDonald's too much anymore. I remember about two months ago, I went and got a, got a quarter pounder with cheese, and all I could taste was the salt, loaded with salt, too. Well, you you got a lot to choose from and pick something that's... Uh... Nice for your palate, and uh, enjoy. Okay, Stu. Thank you. Yep. Let's see what else we have on the menu here. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hi there. I'm going to do a little traffic notice. Traffic notice. All right. Okay. There have been signs up. There have been ads and everything about Sherman Street closing on June 27th. It's closed today. (laughs) Today's June 20th. A little early there, yeah. Yeah, so if you need to use Sherman Street as a cut-through to go somewhere, like I was taking my husband to the dentist, take another tour, take another route because it's closed. 
I had to go around and, you know, get in here. But, you know, if, if, as long as I knew, I would have liked to have known in advance. Because I told him, I said, oh, good thing you're going today, not next week. Next week, Sherman Street will be closed. And we're pulling up, and there's a sign, closed 627, and there's a police officer with the road closed. So I was like, okay, whatever. Thanks, you know, I wish I'd known. Thanks so for the I'm tip. I'm letting everybody know. Well, that's good. So well. that's um, anyway, back back to the um, border. And oh, the border. Oh, the border. Yes. Since Joe Biden became president, we've had all, more than 3 million illegals come into this country. Mm-hmm. I mean, they keep talking about the 11 million illegals that are in the country. Well, they were saying that 20 years ago. Um, I don't even know. I mean, I don't think we can even imagine how many illegals are in this country if we're allowing them in like this. And the fact is, is that they're they're not legal. <laughs> you know, if you came in legally, that's fine. My my grandparents all came over here legally. You know, um, my daughter-in-law came over here legally. That's fine. But to come over illegally and just open the border, they've had. 50 that are on the terrorist watch list that they've caught that doesn't we don't know how many have gotten through that they haven't caught because there are a lot of ghetto getaways gotaways all the time they should be they should be talking about it and the fentanyl deaths um we had over a hundred thousand last year there was somebody on on tv today their son ordered a Percocet online. Mm-hmm. It was fentanyl. He died. Um, I don't. You know why they don't talk about? You know why the president doesn't talk about it? Because he knows uh, it's a dangerous thing to talk about what he's done. So right. he's not talking about. But I mean, of all people, when you have your son who's an addict, okay, you should not want people coming in. The drug cartels owning the border. You know, of all people. If you're concerned, I mean, supposedly he doesn't drink because his father drank. Well, then why in God's name are you allowing all of these drug people come in? You had a, a you have a, a son and a daughter. Actually, Ashley was addicted too. Son and daughter addicted to drugs, and you're just letting them all, the drug cartel, make well, millions I guess, uh, and millions of I guess thinking, thinking you have an advantage in politics is more important, obviously. Right, you know. Um, I also I also heard something. I haven't confirmed this. You know how he fell off the bike, mm-hmm. which I guess could happen to anybody. I don't know. But supposedly there were a couple of other incidents going on Air Force One last week that we didn't hear about um, that somebody reported. So it'd be interesting to watch to see, you know, if if that's getting worse, the the falling, the you know, being out of out of um. Well, Two things I know. Anyway, Two things I know. It is a gorgeous day out. Enjoy um, the day. I guess a gorgeous day for a longer ride to the dentist. <laughs> sure. Um, have a great day. Bye. Me too. Thank you. Two things I know, and I could be wrong, because if I was right all the time, I'd write a book. Joe Biden is not going to run again. Secondly, I don't believe that Donald Trump will run again. I think he'll want to, but I don't think he will run. Okay, those are just two things that I feel strongly about. 
Let's take a break. Okay, dads, it's time to do the cabbage patch, the running man, or something more contemporary, the floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. We have time for a few more calls, if you like. 889-5252, you can get heavy, you can get light. On the Barbie Breyer Show. Just read that little uh, column that said uh, when she changed her name to Barbie, everybody smiled and was a better mood when they found out her name was Barbie. Isn't that something? I don't know. I haven't seen the latest Barbie dolls. I can't even imagine. They kept changing and changing with all the political correctness stuff, and I don't know what's happening now. But I haven't looked in the Barbie section in stores recently, probably because I didn't recognize them anymore. All right, let's, um, we're talking about traffic, huh? Would you like to hear a little traffic song? Hey, 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 buddy, move that car there. You're blocking traffic, eh? People, calm down on the road, will you please? I've been trying to get to you for a long time. Cause constantly, you've been on my mind. I was thinking about a shortcut I could take. Took too long. I got caught in the rush hour. The fellas started to shower. You with love and affection. Now you won't look in my direction. On the expressway to your heart. That expressway not the best way. At five o'clock, it's much too crowded. No, it's much too crowded. So crowded. seen the guy that was passing me today. I, I had a car in front of me that moved a little bit, and then he passed me and, and went in between me and that other car. Of course, that other car was driving slower than I was. Wow, it was really... Anyway, he didn't... I don't think he got caught, but you're on the air. Welcome. Hello. Yeah. Yes. Hello. Hi there. You know, you know what the latest Barbie doll that they have out? 
I can't even imagine. What is it? A transgender. Oh, okay. Well, that figures. Mm-hmm. I read that in the newspaper. Well, I'm surprised it took so long to come out, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All righty. All right, thank you. Thank you. Well, they made a decision. They're not going to let somebody who was born a male and uh, wants to get into the Olympics or something and wants to go into the girls' events. So they kind of changed that, which I'm I'm glad that they did because it's not fair. That's all. I don't believe it's fair. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hello. Hi, Stu. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, a couple of your callers were absolutely right. The um, the uh, meatball and sausage grinders at Delia's are out of this world. Mm. Um, they they have a combo too, which is good meatball and and uh, sausage, and with the peppers and the sauce, the real good sauce. You know, back uh, when I was in high school in the '60s, uh, we used to go down there. Same, same grinder, same the mother's recipe. Hmm. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, really you good. guys are making me hungry. I know that. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're good, They're, and the good bread, you know, good. Uh, yeah, I like good bread. bread my grinders, right there, soft uh, bread. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. That's what it was in New York. Hero sandwiches, right? You're talking to me? Hero sandwiches. That's what they call grinders in New York. At least I think so. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Jim Gaffigan. And it was great. Alaska's beautiful. My kids were having fun. I was pretending like I enjoyed being outside. (laughs) And then suddenly we saw a bear like 500 yards away. This huge brown bear. Like way bigger than a gummy bear. And I was so excited because I watch nature shows, but I had never seen a bear in person. So it felt like a celebrity sighting. I was like, oh, my God, I've watched you on Animal Planet. (laughs) It's so much taller in person. Can we do a selfie? (laughs) But unlike a celebrity sighting, there was the risk of death. Like, you never hear, we're in a restaurant. Tom Hanks walked in, and then he came over and murdered my family. (laughs) That never happens. But the bear was far away. So I took out my phone and I started taking pictures. And then suddenly the bear stood up, roared, and looked right at me. (laughs) Started creeping towards me, tilting his head back and forth. Almost like he recognized me. That guy looks like Philip Seymour Hoffman. I was terrified. Luckily, we were with a tour guide, and I looked at him, and he goes, don't worry, I have bear spray. And I was like, do you have anything stronger? Like a bear gun? Because I don't think this bear's approaching to get his hair done. And the bear kept coming, kept coming. And then suddenly, the tour guide goes, okay, I want everyone to start walking backwards slowly. Walk backwards slowly. I guess so the bear could catch up. So we started walking backwards slowly. By then, the bear was in a full sprint. I had surgery 12 hours ago, so I smelled delicious. I was also sunburned, so I probably looked like a giant land salmon. The bear couldn't believe his luck. Like, I'm not gonna have to eat for a month. He's like, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna be eaten by a bear. Which is ironic, given how many animals I've eaten. 
So I started humming Circle of Life and continued walking backwards slowly. I should point out, it's not like we were walking backwards slowly to a car or a cabin. We were walking backwards slowly to nothing. It probably looked like we were teasing the bear, like, come and get it, Mr. Bear. You looking to get a little grizzly? Craving a little 2XL, are you? And before you knew it, the bear was upon us, and he killed us, and we died. Such a bloody mess. No, what really happened is at one point, the tour guy pulled out this thing. It looked like a pen. I was like, great, he's going to ask for the bear's autograph. And I learned later on it was a bear flare, and he squeezed it, and this tiny fireball went out towards the bear. And I was like, oh, good, something to anger the bear. But the fireball bounced off the bear. The bear stopped and then just ran the other way like it forgot something at home. <laughs> and we all looked at each other like, oh my gosh, that just happened, that just happened. And that's a true story. Well, most of that's true. <laughs> well, it's all true, except there was no bear. Okay, Jim Gaffigan, there he is. We all had teddy bears, didn't we? Everybody be kind to each other. Stay away from bears, please. If you go down in the woods today, you're sure of a big surprise. If you go down in the woods today, you'd better go in disguise. For every bear that ever there was, we'll gather there for certain, because today's the day the teddy bears have their picnic. Every teddy bear who's been good is sure of a treat today. There's lots of marvelous things to eat and some wonderful games to play. Beneath the trees where nobody sees, they'll hide and seek as long as they please, because that's the way the teddy bears have their picnic. Today, you better not go alone. It's lovely down in the woods today, but safer to stay at home. For every bear that ever there was, we'll gather there for certain, because today's the day the teddy bears have their picnic. Picnic time for teddy bears. The little teddy bears are having a lovely time today. Watch them, catch them unawares, and see them picnic on their holiday. Just don't invite any of them to your picnic, all right? Here we go. Get about. They love to play and shout. They never have any care. I mean, YCHAM 1310, 1310 Norwich, and W233DB Norwich 99.1.